Another week. Another talking dirty. <sighs> oh. oh, exhaustion. Oh. <laughs> this week we have for you over in the NBA LeBron's secret to success. It's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. Then we take it over to the NFL where we talk about the Week 17 recap, our segments, injuries, headlines, playoff picture, and, of course, the Week 18 pickums. Then we take it over to Pop Culture where we break down reviews for The Glass Onion and the new episodes of The Bad Batch that dropped. Wrapping it all up, of course, with Jams of the Week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Kent's Brothers Painting. Yeah, yeah. Four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Memorized. Memorized. Four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Hashtag guy shitty house. Kent's brothers painting. Yeah, yeah. Call they... today for a free quote. We need a jingle. We need a jingle. For we say it all the time, but I, I ain't no writer. Jingles are tough. I ain't no writer. We need to. Yeah, we need to. If you're listening and you like like to write jingles, let us know. I think the only person I know that wrote jingles was Charlie Sheen in Two and a Half Men. No, what about Uncle Joey? Didn't he write jingles? Did he? I, I didn't uh, really watch Full House. I, I think they did. I huh. think he did. All right, well, with that being said, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. And guy, before we get into it, happy new year! Happy new year! How you doing? Um, doing well, doing well. Um, yeah, this is like, I don't know, man. I'm, I think I'm past the point of going out on New Year's. What you do on New Year's? Just drank, just drank here by yourself. Yeah, I was like gaming with friends, but like that was it. Ah, that that okay. At first, if you said I was sitting in the <laughs> on New Year's just boozing, <laughs> that's kind of gets like sad. But if you're boozing you know, on a it mic, it would be sadder. It was it was liquor, too. Oh, it wasn't just no. <laughs> oh no! You have a hat on. You had a little New Year's hat on. Your neighbors. No, up. I had the glasses. <laughs> no. But honestly, I know that. How, like, how pissed off it's like do you think, Lieutenant Dan? How pissed off do you think the guy that like came up with the idea for those New Year's glasses feel now? Like you know how like 2000 to. Like 2020, it was pretty easy to do the mm-hmm. uh, eye holes for the glasses, and now it's a problem. Yeah, you know, I don't even know what they looked like. Like they had like 2001, and the two eyes were. You know, I, I know those, but I'm saying I don't, I don't know what the ones this year even looked like. Yeah, they were weird. I even, I even. It was like them. in between the twos. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, it's like oh, like around. That, yeah, like underneath the circle part of the two. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It's weird looking. So I definitely have a picture of me somewhere on my Instagram uh, wearing them for my 2007. Yeah, they're it, easy to make back now. It's a great idea. Yeah, those it, are so it, easy. It had, that two O's. It had an expiration date to the idea. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But how you doing? Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Nah. Nah. No. My my only resolution is to no do like. Have no resolutions. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Do you normally have a lot of resolutions? No, <laughs> I, I never really do. I think it's dumb. I kind of do too. That's why I never really worry about. Because I also put all my effort into uh, Lent. 
Like, gotcha. I, as an adult, yeah. still do something for Lent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, why would I do resol- all the New Year's resolutions? Yeah, you can just save it for Lent. I'm just saving it all for Lent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like procrastinating it a little bit, though. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll just wait a couple more months. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Lent starts in March, right? It it varies. Okay. It, it, I think it starts in uh, late February, usually. Uh, okay, gotcha. It's whatever Ash Wednesday is. So, it's like... Oh, yeah, that's right. It's all determined on what the calendar is. It's like... Mm. Every year, there's a stretch where it starts on a Wednesday, ends on a Sunday, and it's forty days. Like, gotcha. gotcha. It's like you had. It so it changes every year. Uh, a couple times, Ash Wednesday is my birthday. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, little housekeeping note. I started talking to you about it off pod. You had no idea what this was. No so idea. No. I start talking. Um, Big reveal. If you listen to both our podcasts, Puck and Dirty and Talk and Dirty, mm-hmm. uh, Dave mentioned this on Puck and Dirty. He got his girlfriend a cricket for uh christmas and he started messing around making some designs on shirts and stuff so you might start making a little bit of uh merch here and there Ooh, for it um be cool yeah and a cricket i said that the guy he thought i meant the insect and then i thought you meant the mobile phone yeah but yeah. It's, not, it's not it's it's like it's like basically a machine that like makes stuff like an oven no not like an oven not like an <laughs> oven microwave no, um, <laughs> let's see here. It's like, like a mother. No, <laughs> it's like clothes and stuff. Okay, yeah. It's like put. It's like putting stuff on fabrics or glasses or buckets. It's is it like a press. It's basically an embroider. Embroider. Is it like a press thing? Yeah, it has press off. Okay, abilities. I've seen that like at the uh, Ocean City, Maryland, like shops and shit. Oh, like it's not, it's not like that. It's uh, not like it's that. Not like that. But they have attachments where you can do that in a way. Okay. But it it, it help, It's basically an embroiderer. Okay. Uh, I got but Chelsea has one too. I didn't get her, but Chelsea got one too. But anyway, Dave figured out how to like he got an attachment for a press and he's starting to make T-shirts and stuff. That's right. But it's gonna be that's a very. Cool, that's a cool gift. I know. But like, he got for his girlfriend, but he's just gonna use yeah, it for like. <laughs> well, she's very artistic, so it's like gotcha, gotcha. she's using it, it for like purpose. its purpose. Yeah. Chelsea got it in hopes of doing stuff for our wedding, and she mm-hmm. had it for maybe six months now, and she doesn't know how to use it, so she's gave up. Like she <laughs> sat down one time to try to figure it out, and she said, "I can't figure this out. I'll figure it out one day." And she, and she like keeps went buying out to buy it. Yeah, and she keeps buying <laughs> stuff for it, and she has me buy her stuff for Christmas. And she's had it for six months and never used it and because she's just like, "I'm gonna learn it one day." And meanwhile, Dave and Kai had it <laughs> since Christmas, and they're already making T-shirts and shit out of it. <laughs> And I'm like, I, this has babe, to be we got to up the production here. Like, yeah. So I just texted Dave's girlfriend and said, hey, how does it like, is it really easy? And she said, yeah, I literally just went on their website and there's like tutorials. I was like, all right. So it's just like, Chelsea's go on the website. Sorry, so, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll, I'll learn about it eventually. I'm like, hey, our wedding's in like, within the, this year, we should learn how to start making stuff because she wants to make stuff for the wedding. Yeah. That, and that's you got to start doing it now. You got to start yeah. learning now. Otherwise, you got to pay somebody to do it. Yeah, and that's exactly, expensive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of paying for it, it's nothing to do with paying for it. Mm-hmm. But I brought my trivia game. Oh, from home. That's I said right. I, I mentioned it last week. I got for Christmas, but I never brought it. Fuck. So it is two decks of Pittsburgh trivia. Um, Wait, what numbers? Are they, are they all different four? numbers? What? Are they all different numbers on the back of the card? Yeah, I'm not really sure they are yet. I haven't opened okay. it yet. Um. But we're doing it, opening it live here. What's on that one's number? Two. Two. Do you think it's difficulty? 
eh, maybe, but then the seven's green and the two is yellow. So I, don't, I would assume yellow is more difficult than green. There's 500 questions in here. Damn. Damn. <laughs> well, these are all two. Oh, never mind. There's two and one. Um, so I just thought it'd be fun just every once in a while on the pod to start off with trivia. <laughs> a little trivia thing. God damn. Um, I got to be able to pull ones for you, too. No, so that's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Each card has four questions on it. Yeah. So I don't, we don't know if the numbers are correlate with like difficulty or not yet, but I was thinking maybe I read one to you. You read mm-hmm. one to me. There's four questions each card. Whoever gets the most wins that day. All right. That's cool. No contest. No prizes. Just for... Yeah, because I'll probably stink at it. Well, it is, <laughs> and it's just like what... When is the competition start? When does it end? Is it we're not gonna give, give each other something each time? Yeah, true. So true. We'll, and maybe we could think of stuff eventually, but for now we'll just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What if we did like when the the whole when all of the deck is done? Um. Probably you might have to do it a little bit slower or something. The rolls are on the back. There's rules. Not the rules, but it's probably gonna tell you where the difficulty is. Like the rules, like yeah, there is parents. rules. It's it's a each trivia contains a card, four questions, on one side and the point value. Oh, the point value. So I bet it's based on difficulties. It is okay. The seven's the hardest. Seven's the hardest. The oh, seven, man. naturally. So what we should do is we should start at one. Yeah, we should. Then are they organized? Then we need you. No, but they're kind of. We each do one today. Then we choose two. Okay. Then we choose three. Then we choose four. Then five, six, seven. Or maybe it's more than seven. No, that it goes up to seven. Or do we clear through all the ones first and then all the twos? Oh, it's only one, two, three, and seven. That's weird. Seven might be the hardest. But why do they skip four, five, six? <laughs> maybe it's just seven for Big Ben. This is true. True. This is Pittsburgh sports hit, uh, trivia. All right. So how about? Take the first two ones right now. You take the first one. You ask me first. How about that? And then I'll ask you. All right. Oh, there's four questions on here. Yeah. So there's four questions. Usually, when the first one I read seemed like it was had to do with. Uh, gotcha. So do I? Are you gonna use the same card on me? Um, or you got a different? I, card? I just picked up another one. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Yeah, you have four different questions than I do. So do you want to go first or second? Or do we can go one one at a time? Um. Let's go one at a time. All right. Do you read the first question? Are we doing all four or just two? Just pick two? We'll do all four. Okay. okay. So, you, so you'll so you do A first. I'll do my A. Then you do your B. Then I'll do my B. Then all C, right. C, D, D. In 2005 to 2006, what Penguin became the first NHL rookie to earn 100 points and 100 penalty minutes in the same season? It's either Sid or Malkin. Um, Sid. You are correct. Okay. Because the penalty minutes threw me off because I feel like he doesn't get penalties a lot. Mm-hmm. Malkin did. And yeah, the, it is their rookies off. was one year apart. That was easy, but I, I was like, this is the easiest difficulty. I am struggling <laughs> off the bat because I can't narrow it down to which penguin yeah. it is. All right. Yours is A. What 1980 to 1985 Steeler defensive end shares his name with the lead actor of the ABC sitcom Roseanne? Wait. Do you know the actor? No, I don't know the actor. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know that? That's I don't know topic. Roseanne. I think this question is supposed to be easy based on like knowing that actor. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no. Oh no. He's in the Big Lebowski as well. 
And it was a defensive end? Yeah. In the 1980s? 80 to 85 for the Steelers. But once again, I think it's supposed to be easy because the John actor. Goodman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's supposed to be easy because John Goodman. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, what Hall of Fame defensive back did the Steelers select out of Purdue in the first round of the 1987 NFL draft? <laughs> <laughs> this is one. These are going to be tough. <laughs> oh, no. A defensive back in 1987 drafted from Purdue. I Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'm trying to think of our Hall of Fame backs from the, in the 90s. Um, I really don't remember a lot of players from the 90s. Yeah, yeah, The 90s yeah. was kind of the dark time for the Steelers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fuck. And this is like 1987. So, like, so yeah, his whole career is going to be like, in the 90s. Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, <sighs> so not too great. Um, give me his initials. Just give me his initials. Help, help me oh, out. I know this one. Yeah. Oh, you do know it? Yeah. Um, do you want me to give the initials? Well, I have no guess. So R.W. Ryan Wiederson? No. <laughs> is it Woodson? Yeah. Rod Woodson? Rod, Rod, yeah, Rod Woodson, yeah. Um, I was thinking Rod Woodson, but I just honestly didn't know. All right, so are you, we're, we're we're still top 1-1. We're not counting that point for me. So you had to give me a hint. Okay. Actually, no, we're making let's it down. Let's just count it. Let's we're counting because I gave you a hint on John Yeah, Goodman. yeah, let's just count it. All right, it, next yeah. one. In 2001, what Penguin play-by-play man received the Foster Hewitt Memorial Award for Hockey Hall of Fame? I don't know the Penguins fan. But Penguins uh, announcer, like radio guy. Very famous around Pittsburgh. Mike. Yes. Maylock. No. <laughs> Is it two M's? No. L. Mike Langston. Take out the Sten. Mike, Mike Lang. Mike Lang, yeah. Yeah, Mike Lang. Okay. I pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> I had no clue. Mike Lang. <laughs> he has a, uh, Elvis has just left the building. I love this one because I'm from Baldwin, but what Baldwin native served as a head coach of the Chicago Bears and Miami Dolphins before taking over the Pitt Panthers in 2005? Mike Ditka? No. Oh, no. I oh, love this one. What's it called? Wanstat. Yeah. Wanstat. Yeah. I don't want to say Dude, they have like... Uh, I had... Dave, they have busts of Dave yeah. Wanstat and Baldwin because like he went to Baldwin. I said, just for the record, I said Dicka first yeah. because I stopped listening after Chicago Bears coach. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. And I thought Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. I was like... So I just did whatever. Then as soon as... That's awesome. I got the Baldwin card. I know. That is really <laughs> yeah, good. That's awesome. I, I wasn't... A, I, it was... Whenever you said Pitt, I was already answering Dicka. When you said Pitt, I was like, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Next. Who set the Steelers' single-season record for receiving yards in 2013 and then broke it again in 2014? Antonio Brown. Um. Yes. Yeah. Correct. And last one. Who started at middle linebacker for the Steelers in Super Bowl 9, 10, 13, and 14? Jack Lambert. Yep. You got it. Easy. Uh, in 2002, what Steelers wideout set a franchise record with 253 receiving yards in a single game? Wait, wait, wait. 2002, Steelers wide receiver set the... Franchise record for most receiving yards in a single game at 253. Plexico Burris. Correct. Okay. Plexico Burris. Yeah, these are fun. Yeah, yeah, I like them. I like them. Some of them are tough, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The Rod Woodson <laughs> one, I should have got that, though. Um, um, that, that's good. I, all right, good shit. I put it in the bottom face up so we know we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I will bring these back next week. But, all right. Is that enough banter to start the show? Oh yeah, for we sure. did a whole ass <laughs> yeah, as a segment competition. Yeah, uh, which that's good because we're I'm kind of late on stuff to this this week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But first, before we get into the NBA, let's talk about some college football. Yeah. Um, the college football playoffs happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are now uh, have our national championship set. And it's wild. And Kinda. it is going to be TCU versus Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And right now, Georgia's a 12 and a half point favorite. Yeah, it's going to be a whooping. Yeah. A whooping. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the scores. <laughs> of the, here they are. Um, so two crazy games. Uh, first off is TCU and Michigan mm-hmm. in uh, the yeah. Fiesta Bowl. Um, TCU was in charge of the like entire time. Yeah, it was like when I saw TCU was like had it that close. I was like, they're gonna win this game because it's like twenty one, twenty one to three and a half. Yeah, and then it got closer. I was like, TCU is still gonna win this game. Yeah, like, because they had no business being in this position. No, absolutely not. And I'm very pissed because I had uh, a lot of money on Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I so my bets were there's an odd boost. Uh, a parlay of Alabama and Michigan both winning because they're both seven and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. And it was like plus 100 for something that should be like minus 150. Yeah. So I put like 30 bucks on it. <laughs> and then whenever their Michigan is losing at halftime 21-3, all season, look at all their games, they are a second half team, which they, they still prove themselves they're a yeah, second half true. team. I mean, they scored 43 point, 45 points total and they had three at halftime. So like or six at halftime, sorry. So he scored thirty nine points and a half. Like they're mm. still a second half team. But I saw they're down, so I doubled down on Michigan. Oh, because they were because like the, the odds were like plus yeah. They want to threw another twenty on it. Damn, I lost fifty bucks on Michigan, but that's I would have won a lot of money. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, yeah, Max Duggan did uh, had a really good game. Uh, by really actually not really good game at all. Never mind. I thought he had a better game than he did. Um, what did he give then? Oh, their running backs are really good. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I didn't. I, I don't really know these teams, but yeah. So that happened in Michigan. TS, DCU TCU won uh, fifty-one to forty-five. Then the other uh, college football playoff semifinal, the Peach Bowl, was Ohio State versus Georgia. Yes, and yes. Um, Ohio State really really came out, showed out. Uh, they are playing very played a very good game all game. Uh, and it comes down to the very end for a Ohio State field goal for the win. Yeah. And yeah. as the ball dropped, as it hit midnight, the <laughs> kick missed. It and, so and they, I keep seeing on Twitter all these, like, uh, synced up stuff, like fireworks going off and stuff for <laughs> soon as, like, the, the kick misses. Yeah, the kick misses. Oh, that's, oh, that's so crazy. funny. But it was very far left. Mm. It wasn't, like. It was wild. I couldn't believe it was that big of a shank. It, and that kid, like, doesn't. That kid's, like, good. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. like that, everyone was saying how good that kicker has been all year. And, yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Those are like the big misses and kicks you see in history. It's like they're always talking about throughout up to the kick. Like, oh, yeah, he never he's misses. Miss, he's yeah. the best. Like, you know, he this accurate behind this distance and then misses it. Shanks it. Wide left. Yeah. Um, credit to Georgia, though, man, because it was like there was not a lot of time left and they went down the field and scored. Georgia's good. Georgia I mean, is good, yeah. I, mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of people keep saying like this Georgia team is not as good as last year's Georgia team. Okay, that's fine. Guess what? They're still really good. Yeah, it's just like Alabama was for like throughout the duration yeah. of the two thousands. Yeah, like, early 2000s. like they, yeah, were they as good as last year's team? Mm-hmm. No, are they still the best team in football? Yes, for sure. And they really proved that at the end. I mean, all game it was tight. Like I said, Ohio State was playing out of their mind. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud had a great game. Yeah, like yeah. I'm pretty sure I I saw that his like. Uh, draft stock went insanely up after like oh yeah for it sure. was always gonna be mike <laughs> levis gonna be the number one quarterback taken yeah i saw multiple reports that after that game cj stroud is now projected to be the first quarterback off the board i thought bryce young was gonna be first no he's i he was gonna be second behind 
gotcha. Mike uh, Levis, but I think it's going to go CJ Mike Levis then. Damn. I, I was looking at recently, actually, uh, mock drafts. Because I was just curious to see where these quarterbacks fall. Mm. They pulled the one. I think it had Bryce Young going to Detroit, which that could be sick. That could be sick. Yeah. Like, they have a young. You have like Jamison Williams is going to be great. DeAndre Swift. Dude, the the lion. Dude. The lions are going to be back like fully. Yeah. I mean, they're or, like Jared Goff. It's going to be the showing out party actually because they've never been back. <laughs> like. Oh yeah. Well, we, they were in my uh, my career the one time. Oh, in my career. Yeah, I, I won them three Super Bowls in a row. Then they traded my ass to Dallas. I was pissed. I'm like, what? Did you, did you appreciate Dude, any of this? that's wild. Yeah. Then, then uh, Dallas, I, I took them to an undefeated season for the win. And what they do? They trade me the offseason, too. So I just I retired my guy. Um, that sounds like something Jerry Jones would do. Yeah. All right, so right now, never mind. As soon as I said, uh, said all that stuff. Um, this particular mock draft is not the one I saw. And they have Bryce Young going number one. Gotcha, gotcha. Then they have two Houston, obviously. Mm-hmm. Will Levis going to the Colts, which he seems like a big, he seems like a Colts guy. I I don't really know what these guys look like. He's so. just a big white dude. Gotcha, gotcha. And then C.J. Stroud to Detroit. Okay. Yeah, that's not Rams bad guy. either. Yeah, that's definitely not bad. Um, yeah. So uh, George is probably going to kick the shit out of TCU, right? Yeah, they're twelve and a half point favorites right now. I hundred percent. Do you think TCU covers? Yeah, I think they're gonna. Be, it's gonna be like a uh, one score game. TCU to cover, Georgia to win. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be like a one touchdown game, or like even like kind of how Michigan was. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Georgia is gonna have a chance to win it at the end, and they're gonna win it though. Yeah, they're not Michigan. They're gotcha. gonna win it. That's that's my my bold prediction. If this hits, this will be, this will be my uh, prediction of the year. Yeah, yeah, my prediction of the year. Um. But all right, do you have anything else you want to add? Oh, how are, how are we going to forget Pitt. about the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl champions, <laughs> Pitt Panthers? Um, that game was wild. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't watch it. So I the first half I watched that it was work. one of the situations. It was I turned on the TV, I saw it was like on, and I was like, oh shit! I didn't even realize Pitt was playing right now. Yeah, and I just didn't watch it. <laughs> so it, it's one of those games where I was. At work watching, so I didn't watch like at all the first half. Yeah, yeah. like I, I kept checking on the score, but I haven't really watched it. Um, and then I watched the entire fourth quarter. Uh, and we came down. I think we we're down fourteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like in near the end of the game, we came back, tied it up, or took the lead rather. Let me pull it up. Um, I can tell well, you when I turned it on, they were losing. Like, I'm de- trying to decently like losing. What, what so that's why I was kind of like, yeah, they're gonna lose this. <clears throat> I'm trying to see if there's a anything written down what we're how big we're well, down we were. So we're it was twenty one to fourteen. I think I think it was in the third quarter it was uh twenty eight to fourteen. Okay. And then the fourth quarter we outscored sixteen to seven. Damn. But nice. what happened was we were winning by a field goal, get the ball back, uh think we kick another field goal mm-hmm. what was it then yeah 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 so so we we're up by six yeah and then we had the ball again going in we were on like around the 30 yard line fourth and one uh narduzzi who i hate instead of kicking the field goal gonna go by nine less than a minute left their timeouts are basically gone or they have one left mm-hmm. um that like we could just end the game pretty much narduzzi decides to go for it <laughs> We fumble the ball. Oh, of course. Uh, then we jump on it, but it was fourth down, so it was turnover on downs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they come down, and they're in like around the like the 30, 25, 30-yard 30 line. 
Narduzzi somehow burns both our timeouts <laughs> on their game-winning drive. We're up six at this point. Dude, he's so We're bad. trying to stop them. We don't need to use timeouts. We're stopping the clock for them. Mm, yeah. um, I think the one was because we had too many men on the field, oh. and we didn't want the penalty, so we, we called timeout. Then I don't know why we pulled the other one out. Um, anyway, they score. We're out of timeouts. They're up one because they got the extra point. Uh, 30 seconds left. Nick Patty, 20-yard pass, perfectly on the sidelines, get out of bounds, move move up, no clock's not moving. Mm. Second play, another pass just like that, another 20-yard chunk. Um Right get out, out of bounds. bounds. Yeah. Just about 15 seconds left. He drops back, starts to run, scramble, gets under like 15 yards, goes down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the best thing about college is the clock doesn't move whenever you're resetting. So you can run down the field and the clock's not moving. The ref will blow the whistle and then the clock starts. You're already set up. Okay. Gotcha, so with gotcha. 10 seconds left, we clocked it and kicked the field goal one. And where we kicked Damn. the game winning field goal was the exact same spot we had the ball before. And their doozy decided to go for it on fourth and one. Yeah, the, the kid hit the punt, and the, the kick, and it's over. It, it's it's crazy to me that we extended Narduzzi. Yeah, he's. I said I was talking to my dad about it after the game. He's a great. He's a Tomlin like coach, where he's really good at like. He's a, a players coach. People love playing for him. Yeah, he's like a he's like really good with the media and everything like that. But he's makes so many bad in game decisions. Yeah, and it's something I defend Tomlin for all the time. But like I'll crucify uh, Narduzzi for because I just feel like I. See Narduzzi's more. Narduzzi's are worse. Yeah. Like, right there, he could have won the game, didn't. Yeah. yeah. Then two timeouts. Like, if Nick Patty didn't have an insane, like, three plays, mm-hmm. he would have lost. Yeah, it would have been bad. Um, <laughs> One thing I always cite going back to uh, Penn State. We last time we played Penn State, I think it, we were down four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or we're down, we're down two scores. That's what it was. We're down two scores. Yeah. We need two touchdowns. It's in the, within five minutes. We have the ball in the one-yard line going in on fourth down. He decides to kick instead of go for it. Yeah. Like, the, every coach will say, just go for it. If you don't get it, they're on their, like, goal line. Yeah, exactly. And, and there will be a quick then you play. Might get can't a safety, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he goes for the kick. We ain't missing the kick anyways. <laughs> and then we just get, don't do anything. It just sucks. Yeah. He, that, yeah. That's just, like, my number one, like, historic, uh, what I can think of. Yeah, I hate Narduzzi. All right. All right. All right. That's it for Cultural Bowl. Let's take it over to NBA. Um, start off with power rankings. First of all, actually, start off with there's no Thursday Night Football game this week. Yeah. So we're finally getting back to watching basketball during the pod, which I love. Yeah, it is, it is nice. I It's, yeah. it's a it's, nice change of pace. It's not, it's, I like it better than watching football during the pod because football. You can get nerve-wracking sometimes. Yeah, and you actually have to like, – it makes me like – Zone out more because I'm paying attention more. Mm-hmm. Basketball yeah. is just like who cares? This this two two point bucket's not going to matter later in the games. So I don't need to be 100 percent tuned like tuned in. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I love watching it better. Uh, this is the Mavs versus Boston, by the way. Um, Boston's up 17 11 with 359. You lied. 17 12. He just made the free throw. He made it. Dude, after cut started. me a break when I he started. Made this, it. When I started the sentence, he, I was correct. He he's making the basket as you started the sentence. You can't do that. You had time. The basket was in. You, the point was on the board when you said the words. Because I was reading the scoreboard and I wasn't looking at the game. I, no. I was more right. tuned in on the game. All right. Yeah. Sure. Itself. Whatever. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> so give her the power rankings to start. Um, I realized when I started doing power rankings this way, I like it so much better. But it also like takes it's it's the majority of the segment is just this, which I, which I don't hate. It just 
Yeah, but it's nice because we can like chime in on different things, you know. Yeah, it's the boys talking ball. That's mm. all it really is. Yeah. Um. The, yeah. The, the segment should be the boys talking ball. <laughs> all right, it's time for this week's boys talking ball. Um. Number one. On and the we just get rankings. like picture like for the graphic, it's just pictures of Lonzo, Lamelo, Leangelo, yeah. and Lavar. Yeah, the boys talking <laughs> ball. But it, it's like the uh. It's like you know that meme of like the two kids like sitting at the couch that their YouTube channel. No, I'll have to show you after. Yeah, it's a very funny meme. We just basically put one. Of the, if you know, and you're listening. I'm just. It's like a YouTube thumbnail. Gotcha. Of these two little boys on the couch, like pretend like they're doing a podcast, <laughs> and it's always like the most outrageous like titles for the, the video. <laughs> so if you just Photoshop the Ball Brothers on those two kids, <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Um, but anyway, number one, we have the Nets. The Brooklyn yeah. Nets are number one. They had a 12-game win streak until last night. The Bulls beat them. Ah, the Bulls. Um, but they are now, since the beginning of December, they are 12-2. and two. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> since the beginning of December. We're in the beginning of January. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, because well, this stat was 12-1 and one in December. The Nets are figuring it out. The Nets. And I... So I literally all I wrote from is they're the hottest team right now, thanks to KD being like an MVP right now, but also Coach Vaughn. Like I said it last week, mm-hmm. Coach Vaughn's whole method of playing is more is less. Yeah, I mean less is, less more, is I mean. more. Yeah, less is more. Like yeah. I'm not gonna fucking tell these guys how to play each and every single like second. I'm just gonna let them play, and then I'll just kind of manage the game. <laughs> that, that's all you have to do. What a weird idea that that's like it's like one of those like. Literally, it's perfect definition of less is more. He has the same like work ethic as like me on a Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like just like yeah, just let them do it. You know, yeah, I'm not I'll, gonna do it. Figure it out. If they need me to do something, I'll do something. But like, yeah, yeah. But I'm, otherwise, eh. it's gonna be all them. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think it's great. Honestly, it's hilarious. Number two, we have the Celtics. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are eight and eight the last sixteen, including a 150 to 117 beatdown. Uh, that the SGA list Thunder gave them. So no SGA, mm-hmm. the Thunder beat them 150 to 117. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I think nuts. we mentioned that last week too. No, this just happened. Oh, it just happened? Yeah, this happened after. This happened on Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I had, de- I had weird deja vu then. That was a weird deja vu then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Person- oh, no, this is a Tuesday. Sorry, this is, was Tuesday. But yeah, so it is this week still. Okay. But it was Tuesday. Um, but anyways, with that being said, they're eight and the last sixteen. The Thunder gave them a really bad loss. That being said, though, they're still the Eastern Conference reigning champs. Celtics that are like a really good team. Yeah, they'll be fine. Every yeah. team has that game. Yeah, and they're such a good team that like on their like worst streak of the season so far, they're still number two in the, on my power rankings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're just that good. Um, number three of the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. I all I have written down is Joker. Joker. MVP level. Jamal Murray's kind of panned down a little bit. He's, he's been on and off again with injury. Yeah. I mean, he, it's just pretty much the Joker show mm-hmm. mixed with all really good cast of secondary players. Yeah. Jamal Murray is the leader of the secondary. Mm. Jamal Murray is a sidekick to Joker. For sure. And He's Harley Quinn. He's Harley Quinn, and then everyone else is just like the grunts. Yeah. Yeah, you have, yeah. You have more like Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. Hey, it's or, the best. Or they're, they're like the ones <laughs> in charge of the grunts, but yeah. yeah. It's like layers. It's the bat. It's the bat. Um, but yeah, yeah, the boss wants him dead. <laughs> Is Joker made brothers? Nah, nah. It's really funny. No Joker brothers. Yeah, just the slam piece, Harley Quinn. 
Yeah, let's say his, his brothers can be. Uh, Luke, as we said, that Luca just hit uh, the best pass, and the dude airballed it. Are they next up on the power rankings? No. Ah, oh, that would have been a good segue. No, they're <laughs> they're farther down. Um, number four, we got the Bucks. Yeah. So Giannis is, just had his career best fifty five points on Tuesday against the Wizards. Drew Holiday has missed the last three games, and Milton missed the last ten. The Bucks have been good because of how much depth they have, but when they're missing their two best players besides Giannis for a long stretch, they kind of fall apart. Um, in the ten games without Middleton, which once again three of them were out Drew, without Drew Holiday, yeah. they went four and six. So it's tough. They're it's also tough. streaking in a bad way, like mm-hmm. uh, how the Celtics are. But the di- real difference is, is like the Celtics just having off games. The uh, the Bucks are just missing their two best, second best players. True, true. Yeah, but there is more worry for the in- injury for sure. Because, yeah. like, that can always get reactivated. And all Which, that. I mean, Middleton came back from missing a lot of time. Now he's mm-hmm. out. Now he's out again. Like, it's tough. Like, they have to, like, kind of be careful with when they bring him back so they don't want him to get hurt again. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, number five, we have the Grizzlies. They flipped a one and four stretch in five games to a three game one streak, and Steve Adams is a big reason for it. In these three games, he averaged 20.3 rebounds per game, which is huge for. Uh, for second chance buckets and obviously preventing them on the other end. It's good to see Steven Adams back. Love Steve Adams. It's been a while. It's been a while. I feel like he's yeah. been very like he's, plateaued. He's, for he's a quietly minute. good. He was being yeah. quietly good. Mm-hmm. He wasn't mm-hmm. like game changing or anything. Yeah. He just kept doing his job. He stayed in starting lineups this entire time. Mm-hmm. It just you don't really you haven't really he wasn't like uh making a, as big of an impact as he did in the Thunder. Yeah, for sure. Because he has, do you even know where where he went after the Thunder? Well, obviously, on the Grizzlies now. I thought there's he went straight to the Grizzlies. There's one team in between. Was it the... No. Trivia, trivia. Was it the Wizards? No. The... Are you going to say the Knicks? The Nets. No. Uh, I'm just, I'm just fact-checking myself before I say this because I'm 99.9% sure, but I'll double-check. I'm pretty sure it was the Pelicans. It was uh, the Pelicans. Okay. So what happened was he went to the Pelicans, and then he was in the Val, uh, Jonas Valanciunas trade. Gotcha. Okay. He was a part of the stuff that the Grizzlies got back. Um. But, yeah, speaking of – oh, geez, that, that, this worked out. The Pelicans are number six on my list. Nice. Um. The Pelicans have been playing great at home this season. They are 15-4 and four at home, um, which is the sixth best in the league. I have a feeling they're going to fall uh, fall down the list next week, though, mainly because Zion's going to miss some time, and Brandon Ingram doesn't seem like he's ready to come back soon either. So, uh, Zion, do I have an injury on the injury report? Um, I do. He's out three weeks with a hamstring injury. Ah, that's tough. So, three weeks that's at least. Tough. So, it's pretty much the whole month of January he's going to be out. Yeah. Um, and Brandon Ingram, an update from Willie Green, head coach Willie Green on Tuesday, was – this is off the top, uh, top of the dome, too, so I'm just going to par- paraphrase a little bit. Okay. Um, he's back at practice. He's been back at practice, but he has not done 100% yet, and he might not, like, in a, for a little bit. Sounds like after the All-Star break for both I think of them. Before, I think before the All-Star break for both of them, but not that much before. Okay. So the All-Star break's mid-February. Like, maybe, February. maybe a week before. I'm saying the last weekend of last week of January. Okay. I had to guess. Gotcha. Maybe Zion not. Brandon Ingram for sure before 4 February, I think. 
Yeah, maybe no Zion up until the All Star break, but bring Brandon Ingram back just to kind of get him get the rust off a little bit. Exactly. Like if you give him a couple yeah. days and give him a week off after, because all the other players will be resting. So like get Brandon Brandon just, Ingram in there against like you know who else cares? Yeah, and and after the All Star break is when you really have to turn your season on. So you can mm-hmm. you could afford to lose a couple games if you want to limit Brandon Ingram's play like, minutes and stuff mm-hmm. just to get the rust off. Um, number seven, I got the Sixers. Tyrese Maxey's back, but coming off the bench. Uh, Glenn Rivers, as we know, isn't the best coach at some time. Uh, I mean, not sometimes. Mainly playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah. playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's he's a great regular season coach, but when it comes to playoffs, he never gets it done. But he is doing a good move by bringing Maxi off the bench, uh, mainly because the Anthony Melton has been killing it in the starting lineup in Maxi's uh, wake. Uh, with Melton in the starting lineup, the Sixers have outscored opponents by an average of ten point six points per hundred possessions. When Maxi was in the starting lineup, that was four five point two. Damn. So that's a big jump. It just gives him a little more spark to the offense. Yeah, that's, I think I think those stats are a little skewed because Tyrese Maxi only played in the beginning of the season whenever the Sixers were sucking. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrese Maxi was not playing, I believe, whenever Joel. He only played before Joel Embiid declared the season started. So you can't really count that against Maxi's. But you got to give it to Glenn Rivers for, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type mentality. Like, yeah. hey, Melton's hot right now, and our offense is buzzing with a minute. So, like, until he has a bad game, Max, you're going to keep him off the bench. <laughs> I was just thinking it'd be funny if they literally took that statement by Joel Embiid for, like, their record. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like just remove those well, games. Like. I think it was a couple weeks ago. I, I did bring out the the, the win losses since he said that. I said, I said a couple weeks ago. I think they're like like twenty and five. No, they're like, good. Yeah, they're they, good they, they, since they, they completely flipped their season around, <laughs> and it almost correlated perfectly with uh, him saying that the season. That's started. hilarious. What's he doing? Lucas just pointing to the crowd, like waving to the crowd, like he's just ending his career or something. Um, number eight, we got the Cavs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your boy, Donovan Mitchell, Spider, had a very historic night Monday yeah. night, scoring a career-high 71 points on 22 of 34 shooting in a 145-138 overtime victory against the Bulls. He becomes the seventh player to score 70-plus in a single game. It's not trivia because I think it'll be too hard for you. Um, but he joins. Where is it at? Yeah. No, that's a different stat. Oh, here it is. Um, so he's the seventh player to ever score seventy plus. Um, the for seventy, you have Devin Booker and Wilt Chamberlain. So Devin Booker did back in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. He had a seventy point. Yeah, game. I remember that. For seventy one points, you have Donovan Mitchell, David Robinson, and Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. See, I don't think you're going to get Elgin Baylor, mm. David Robinson. Um, number for seventy two points, you have Wilt Chamberlain. For 73 of David Thompson and Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, and w- Wilt Chamberlain twice, actually. Yeah. 78, you got Wilt Chamberlain. 81, you have Kobe. Yeah. And then 100 is Wilt Chamberlain. So the seven people to have 70-plus points in a game is Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Wilt Chamberlain, David Robinson, Elgin Baylor, David Thompson, and Kobe Bryant. Pretty nuts. Yeah, that is wild. He probably picked the worst night to do it, though. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess more on that with NFL. But. Yeah, no, I, I saw a tweet of that too. It's like, bro, just like broke history. And like, <laughs> no one knows. No one knows what happened. Um, yeah, he is a. He has scored the most points since Kobe dropped eighty-one. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is kind of nuts. Yeah, that is because Devin Booker had it, and he's got one more point than him. <laughs> he just 
pass the side, Devin, but yeah. real quick. But real quick, too, I didn't write down the details for this story, so I might be completely off of it. But I'm pretty sure I read, you know, the L2M report that, like, the refs saying, like, oh, yeah, we fucked up here. The NBA does, you know, okay. like, I, after the fact. I understand what you're saying. You, any controversial yeah. call, they always throw out there the next day, like, oh, we, oh, like, looking more time on it. Like, we got that wrong. Mm-hmm. And they always release it. It's a thing that the NBA does. Which so really how weird. many would he have had? Uh, he hit a buzzer beater to send it to overtime, and they're saying it's a lane violation. So it shouldn't have counted. So he never won to overtime. So every score in overtime wouldn't have counted. Damn. Yeah. So what they're saying was, the way, I don't know if you saw it, but it was like a foul shot missed. And he jumped and tipped it in to send it to overtime. Gotcha. They're saying that he went early in his lane violation. So they should have blew that dead. And, and then that, that shot would never game, have gone in. And, and that would have been game. The they never oh. would have got whatever. I don't know what he scored in overtime, but that wouldn't have counted towards the 71. And once again, I didn't write this down, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I read. Shit, that's crazy. Yeah. So I, I love those L2M reports. That's what I think what you talked about on the pod before because I, I no, love you've them. mentioned it. For I love them yeah, because they're so. It. it just pisses people off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think the last time I mentioned, yeah, it's it, kind of like a big middle finger to fans the next day. Yeah. Like imagine watching your team like lose in a very controversial way, and then like that report comes out the next day, and they're like, "We're sorry." Yeah. No, I think I'm, <laughs> the reason last time I mentioned it was. Jamie Grant had a buzzer beater for the Blazers against I forget whoever, and uh, the L two M report came out the next day and said, "Oh yeah, he traveled. Shouldn't have counted." It was like a buzzer beater game winner in like on the road. The whole come on, hush the whole crowd, and they basically said, "Yeah, he traveled. That shouldn't have counted." (laughs) All right, dude. (laughs) They're so funny. I love reading them the next morning. Um, Number nine, we have the Mavericks. Luke has been insane lately. He scored 50 points in three times in the last five games. Not the last five games, but because there was a game between this, every time I wrote this and today. Gotcha. But okay. I, and I don't think he scored 50 the last game. No, no. But, yeah, so three out of six, I guess. It's crazy, though. It's so insane. Um, His, like, points per game in the last six is, like, 44 points something. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say? His last like uh, his points per game in the last six are like forty four points. You will actually have a stat not for the last six or whatever, but in the current win streak they have. Okay, I gotcha. It's forty one point seven points, eleven rebounds, nine point nine assists, and two point three steals. Jesus, that's insane. But well, what's there? Let's yeah, see. I mean he's a lock for MVP. I don't think he's the best odds right now. That's insane. How is he not? He might be now, but I thought like the last time I checked it was still Jason Tatum. That's insane. Let me Especially look. when they're on this losing streak. Yeah, I'm pulling up. They're not a losing streak, but yeah. Well, yeah, not a streak. But skid. Yeah, 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 it's a little skid. Yeah, I'm pulling up the odds right A decline. Now. Very much a decline. Let's see. Sorry, I have to do my face. All right. I have to do my face. For people who don't know, I'm at my But face. I guess if the Celtics win by, you know, a, a considerable amount against oh, no, okay, never mind. Mass. Oh, he's the favorite now? It's Lucas plus 280. Okay, I was going to say. Then Giannis is plus three fifty. Didn't we bet for Luca like between us, like just like casually, like no implications or anything? Oh, like you said, when Luka? we did our preseason like predictions and shit. Oh, my my prediction was Joel. Uh that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Which Joel's still in the? He's still on the first page. You don't have to hit the but show all button to see him. So yeah, he's yeah. Someone in there still. It's Luca right now is the best odds, and Giannis is three fifty. Jason Tatum's plus four twenty. Uh, Joker's plus five hundred. KD's plus 700, then Joel is plus 13. See, I think KD should be higher, too. That's nuts. I think he should be higher than Jason Tatum. For sure. For sure. 
But I think Joker. We had too. Zion for comeback player of the year. Yeah, well, let's check that. Let's check, check that. Out. How how's that stacking up? The injury is going to give it a hit. What's well, most improved? There, yeah, whatever. And he's not even close. He's plus ten thousand. Damn. Uh, right now, the runaway favorite is even plus. Like that's how runaway favorite he is. Really? Uh, SGA. Eh. For most improved, I mean, he did. He he's going to be an all star for the first time this year, most likely. Yeah, but it was one of those things like we always said he was snubbed before. You and know? well, that's I think that's just the thing that me and you say though. True. Yeah. I, I think. I think. I think. It, I think it's not like that much of an improvement. It's just he's getting recognized now. Yeah. I mean, we've been on the SGA train. For, I mean, I've been on the SGA, SGA train since he got traded from the Clippers. Yeah, it's for two years we've been on it. Um, it's SGA and uh, JJJ are my two guys. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I always get him in fantasy. It's I always have acting, to have him guys. in fantasy. Yeah, it's always that. And I it's at the point where I kind of want to get a JJJ jersey mm-hmm. and maybe an SGA one. I don't know. I'm thinking about That'd it. That'd be cool. Just because because I, I ride with them and they're on teams I don't care about. Like if the yeah. Thunder Grizzly win, I, unless they beat the Heat directly, I really would. I'd be. And they're kind of cool jerseys. You can get some cool Grizzlies. I'll get jerseys. the throwback teal. Yeah, get the throwback uh, teal Grizzlies Grizzly one. and Thunder. You could have a jer- good jersey for. Yeah, even just their regular jerseys, I think are their best. Mm-hmm. I don't like their orange ones. Yeah, the all orange aren't. Oh, I do like the ones where it goes OKC down the side though. I I don't hate the ones that are like very minimal minimalist in design with the uh, navy blue and the white. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That's not a bad one either. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, what was that? Oh, Luca. Yeah, Mavericks. Yeah, they're yeah, great. Mavericks. They're great. Um, then finally, number ten, the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, so the Clippers just can't stay healthy. Kawhi was uh good to go the other night, um, but he got rolled out last second because he was sick. <laughs> and then they had a back-to-back game, so he's going to miss the next one. How do you find um, out that soon to the game that you're sick all of a sudden? Yeah, it was like game time <laughs> because of illness. And he got rolled out. I'm sick. Um, and then Paul George tweeted the hamstring injury that he had previous, like he's previously dealing with. So he's listed as questionable for the upcoming games over the weekend on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when they're they they have a solid record right now, yeah. Because whenever they're healthy, they just are really good. It's just like every time they lose, it's because they're not healthy. If they can maintain the record and they can get healthy for the playoffs, they can be a very dark horse contender. Uh, no, I mean, can you can read my notes? That's my next thing. That was the next thing. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I think it's the same same mindset, yeah, then. same yeah. idea. I I literally said if they could just stay four or five six range, stay out of the playing games. So yes, yeah, stay so out. You of don't have to play sure. as many like you yeah, have the least amount of games More possible. Wear and tear. They're gonna stay preferably in the four, so you get home court advantage at least the first series. Yeah, yeah. Four four but it doesn't really tough. matter for the Clippers because they don't have home home fans. Yeah, true. So, true. but anyway, yeah, I just said if you get middle, keep middle of the pack and maintain your injuries and then playoff starts and quiet just no more resting paul george no more resting yeah. and you just have every single person on your team healthy that's uh they win the west for sure they win the west and i think pre by preseason prediction was clippers coming out of the west i, I have a blog i could just go yeah check. i wonder because i don't know i could see like warriors too but clippers are a good pick yeah i think i said i think i well i have all my contenders in yeah, the category, yeah but when i did it if you picked one, yeah. You you asked me like oh, I had to pick one. I think I said John Wall versus the Heat, and you're like, laughing. <laughs> you're laughing at me, but I was being serious. <laughs> yeah, no, that is correct. That's what happened. Yeah, because I said Clippers, and I said Clippers Heat, and you just said, "Is that because John Wall's in the Clippers?" He's like John Wall in the Heat. <laughs> um, but I honestly think so. I honestly think they can't be. Um, 
right, players of the week. Uh, guys, player of the week who he played against last week was one. Luka Doncic. From the West, we have Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, Mavericks from 3-0 last week. He averaged 48.7 points, 13 rebounds, and 10.7 assists last week in the three games. Yeah, he had like 300 fantasy points. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> three, that's absurd. In three games. Yeah, that's absurd. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. Uh, Kevin Walker's out there balling for the Mavs right now. Yeah, it killed me because I only lost by like 30 points or something like that. I was like, fuck. That's ridiculous. Like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Um, but from the East, we have, I don't, think, I don't know if you played him or not, Christoph Porzingis. No, I didn't play him. Okay. No. Because I feel like that's someone who, that's that's a person who can also be on the same team as Luca, fantasy-wise. Yeah, true. Like, like, so draft-wise, yeah. Yeah, like draft-wise, like you got to get Luca first round, KP second round mm-hmm. late, mm-hmm. or in a back-to-back if you have a snake part of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he averaged 25, 24.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, and 2.5 blocks. Good for him. Yeah, good for yeah, him. He's doing very good. He's doing very good. Um, oh, the Wizards went 4-0 last week. All right. Well, I thought Bradley Beal, too. Um, all right, injury report. Gary Payton II made his season debut for the Blazers on Monday. Let's see how he did. Shall we? Um, Monday was what day? The second. Um, and yeah. And he plays for who? The Blazers. And he had what? <laughs> 25 points per game. Uh, seven points. Seven. That's it. Oh. Played 13 minutes. Damn. Oh, well. Oh, well. Next, we have Kelly Oubre Jr. He's getting surgery on his on his uh, hand and will miss four to six weeks. Tough look because he actually been playing good lately in the last uh, – Last few, where is it? it uh, so far this season, he's been averaging 20.2 points, 5.1 rebounds, 1.6 steals, and 1.2 assists in 30, 32.6 minutes. So that sucks for him because he's kind of playing good right now. Yeah, I always fucked with Kelly Oubre. I did too. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Uh, then finally, Duncan Robinson is out for at least a month with a torn finger ligament for the Heat. That's not detrimental. Nope, not at all. It could be way worse. Yeah, for sure. Way worse. All right, headlines, full court press, whatever you want to call it, because it's all one category for me now. Uh, first, LeBron turned 38 on Friday, and he dropped a season-high 47 points to go along with his 10 rebounds and 9 assists to lead uh, the Lakers to a 130-121 to 121 win over the Atlanta Hawks. This is the second most points he ever dropped on his birthday. The most was 48 points. He had 47 48 points on his 25th birthday in 2009. That's insane. Also against the <laughs> That's Hawks. <insane. laughs> also against the Hawks. Fuck the Hawks. I love it. So 48 <laughs> when he was 25, 47 he's 38. Both times were against the Hawks. That's insane. Um, <laughs> this game is the uh, third most scored, third most points scored by a single player over the age of 38 in a game. Let me pull up the list. It is uh, the most points scored by 38. Plus year old is Jamal Crawford back in 2019. I don't know if you remember, he had that 51 point game. Yeah, where he just like was nothing, and then he—I mm-hmm. think it was when he's on the Suns, and he just went off. Um, Michael Jordan when he was 38 dropped 51. Okay, in 2001, uh, LeBron dropped 47, which we were just talking about. Kareem dropped 46 when he's 38, and then uh, Michael also dropped 45 when he was 38. Damn. The same year, two days after 
to back to back games. Yeah. When he was thirty eight, he dropped fifty one to forty five. That's wild. That's <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, MJ man. He's wild. Um but LeBron, I'm starting there now because this was later, one two. Uh in somewhere between the game and practice, whatever. He's mm. been he's been playing good all year so far. Yeah. A reporter yeah. asked, like, how is he staying this good in this far into his life or his career? Yeah. And what, he What is he accredited to? Uh, optimal sleep. <laughs> Remember, kids. I get good night's sleep every single night. <laughs> Remember, I eat kids, my vegetables. Go to bed early. Drink your milk. vegetables. Listen to your mama. <laughs> like, like, I, I, read, I didn't write down the article or the quotes because literally it was, well, how are you so good? I get a good night's sleep. That is that is just. There were some fluff words in between, but that was just the message. Come on. He he can't be serious. Get some good night's <laughs> sleep and you can play like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eat your vegetables and you'll be good. <laughs> Honestly. Trust me, Timmy. You can do it. <laughs> and if you eat your vegetables, listen to your mama and do your homework, you could be in the NBA like me, LeBron James. <laughs> uh, and I love LeBron. Really, Mr. James? Sure thing, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of LeBron, I don't have this pulled up uh, or written down. He's leading the fan votes for the All-Star game, right? Okay, uh, as he should. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's like the most popular basketball mm-hmm. in the world. Of course, he's leading it. Yeah, he's leading it from the West, and KD's leading it from the. So are they going to be the captains again? Is that how they do it? The fan votes get the captainship. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So it will be KD and LeBron right now, mm-hmm. most likely. Um, I I voted. Did you vote? No. The, the only election that matters, NBA All Star Game. <laughs> Um, actually, I didn't vote. I I didn't feel like signing in. I was on the gym, so I'm just gonna sign in. I have an account. I vote every year. Ah, okay, go. I have so my you ballot. You can vote. Out. Yeah, you have the capability to. Yeah, I I filled my ballot already. Then I couldn't submit it. <laughs> I have uh, from the east. You gotta I, do. You gotta do a mail in one. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I I didn't, wanna, I didn't wanna have to register to vote, but <laughs> fake me. Um, what did I do? They should have you show ID. I did, I picked SGA as one of the guards. That's cool, yeah. I think yeah. I think we got Luke and SGA from the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I had KD because fantasy person. I have Bam and Jimmy. Oh, I forget. I had LeBron, obviously. Zion. I think I put JJJ in there because the guy. <laughs> I, I actually think I put him. Oh, I did put Zion. You're right. Yeah, so yeah. it was LeBron, Zion, JJJ, Luca, and SGA from the West. <laughs> then I know it was KD, Bam, and Jimmy were the three. I forget what guards I picked. Mm-hmm. I forget what guards I picked. Katie, um, Bam, Jimmy. I forget what guards I picked. I don't know who you... Who oh, you I, pick. I picked Spider because it's 71 uh, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think I picked... Bradley Beal? No. It definitely wasn't Trey, Crybaby, Young. LaMelo? Maybe it was LaMelo, but I don't know why I picked LaMelo. Maybe yeah. Maybe because like, he was third in the list behind Kyrie and... Someone else I don't like, Jalen Brown, maybe. Gotcha. Um, next headline, Suns head coach Monty Williams got into it with a Wizards fan last week who eventually <laughs> got escorted out. After this incident, Monty Williams came out and asked the NBA to, quote, set some higher standards from those in the front row. I mean, you can't ask that. It's just who pays. Yeah, like, what, how are you going to set standards? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you this mean? This guy bought a... Uh, what like, he paid called? the same amount of money as everybody else. Yeah, well, he's just gonna—they're gonna screen by the side. Suns are down bad. They really are. <laughs> they just, showed a—they're um, like, gonna implode soon. They showed the standings. I didn't realize this. They're in the playing game right now. Really? 
teams like them. Let me pull it out. It's like them, like the Warriors, like the Timberwolves, like all these yeah. teams that are going to be good. Mm-hmm. Let me see. The Warriors just because Steph got hurt. Yeah, that's really all it is for the Warriors. But I, I did predict this for the Suns. I thought the Timberwolves would be better, though. Right now, the playing game would be the Blazers versus the Jazz, the Suns versus the Warriors. Damn. With the uh, Timberwolves and the Lakers knocking on the door. Get the Timberwolves in there. Yeah. Is that is that uh, Rudy Gobert trade just not working out at all? I mean, I know. I mean, Rudy Gobert is playing decent, but like, mm-hmm. I think Cat's been out for a long time. Gotcha. gotcha. And they're just not work. Like, the, there's just no chemistry. Yeah. There's just zero chemistry. Um, I, th- I think last week Towns is just a bad locker room guy. I think last week I had a whole uh, full court presser two weeks ago about mm-hmm. uh, the Timberwolves. Gotcha. Because a bunch of them got ejected at the end of the one game. Mm-hmm. Like D'Lo got rejected. Ant got ejected. And oh yeah, we did talk about some how guy got ejected or something. Mm-hmm. Like one of the bench players I don't really know, and like they're asking like the head coach like, is there like an issue here? It's like obviously like, <laughs> like they were getting ejected left and right. Of course, it's something. Um, it's fine. Finch is his name. Um, all right, next we got apparently according to reports, Nate McMillan is considering resigning midseason. Um, for those who don't remember, Nate McMillan is the Hawks head coach. Um, he's obviously denying it, but I could definitely see it because Atlanta's, Atlanta is a shit show right now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the Eastern down bad team. Yeah, right now they're right now they're ninth behind the Heat, who's eighth. <laughs> but, hey, the Heat are above 500. We're 2019 right now. Hey, hey you've been dealing with injuries. Yeah, we finally are kind of healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Duncan's our biggest injury, which... Yeah, the Heat will turn it back when, on. When you have... When you have a surplus of shooting guards. It doesn't really matter if Dr. Mm-hmm. Robinson's healthy or not. Yeah, you'll be all right. If you have Struce, Oladipo, who's been you guys great. will go to the four or five range. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I think we'll be non uh, non playing, non playing. Four, five, six is what I'd expect. Yeah, because there's a lot of good teams in the East now. You definitely, like, uh, well, right now your your Knicks are six in the uh, East right now. Yeah. They're non playing. They're on a good streak range. right now. Yeah, they are. They're on they're on a three game win streak. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Randall's um, been playing out of his mind. That's what he, we need. That's what we need. Well, I, I can use that too because he's on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Um, RJ's been having good good games recently as well. Yeah, he was. I thought, I thought he was like hurt for a second, but like it was like nothing major. Yeah, wasn't long term. All right, next we got Mark Jackson wants to be a coach again. Quote: I got <laughs> my phone on, so I'm more than available. Um, they know how to find me. I look forward to that day. Uh, as a coach, he is 121 and 109 in his three seasons with the Warriors from 2011 to 2014. But he also built that team. Yes, he is a very good scout. That's, like, the more important thing. So, like, I don't know, maybe, like, some, like, rebuilding team. But with that being said, the fact that he built that team and mm-hmm. then he got fired and Steve Kerr commanded one immediately with them. That just shows that like, he had true. The, he he was he had he like was able to get the pieces together. Even though that's probably the GM who did that. On yeah, him. yeah. Like uh, so I'll give it to him. The first year with that they, we started assembling the team, kind of weren't that good. Um, the year his last season, they were good enough to go on a run, and they just didn't. I could see him going to the Hawks if Nate McMillan leaves. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that too. I can see that. He seems like he'd be a good Hawks coach. Because I'm trying to think of other teams that might fire their guys, and I, I, I can't really think of anyone. Because I think the bad teams are expected to be bad. Yeah, yeah. There's no surprises really. 
and Steve Nash is fired, but it seems like Vaughn's going to be the permanent replacement. Mm-hmm. And Lakers. you're basically going to have uh, Ime out there too. Yeah, true. Because if the Celtics do go to this guy, mm-hmm. they're not gonna they're not gonna bring him back. So if it's Mark Jackson and Ime, you're gonna go Ime. Most likely, maybe yeah. not though, because maybe you don't want him to fuck your wife. Depends on the baggage, because we don't really know the true baggage. Yeah, but if you're an owner and you can hire a guy who goes who has a reputation of fucking dudes' wives, are you gonna do that? Because <laughs> I'm not. Depends on if I'm married. All right, it's true. <laughs> but then, what if you find the? If I'm not married and I'm an owner, I'd bring an email because you know he's not gonna he's not gonna fuck my wife because then I have a wife. If you are maybe year two of Ime's contract here, he won you finals and uh, championship, or whatever, and you find the love of your life, you fire him mid season. I'd give him a shot still, but like once I get an an inkling of it, he's gone. Damn, dude. Or he's like the first one of them. I think. Are you a cuck? Huh? Are you a cuck? No, no. But, like, two championships. I mean, you're not going to just fire the guy. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Especially if you're on a franchise that, like, isn't successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're on, like, I don't know, the the Thunder or Timberwolves, yeah, and Emei comes in, wins you your first two titles, like, you can't, like, the city will, they'll, like, attack you Mm -hmm. if you get rid of them. That's true, but then then again, counterpoint. Mm Mm-hmm. He fucks fuck your wife. wife. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> counterpoint. That's pretty big counterpoint. Um, all right. Next we got. Oh, just kind of going off the power. I rankings. get my wife to find him a girl. You know what I mean? You're setting up him up a threesome. Yeah, true. That's probably a bad move. <laughs> Dude, you're used to. Yeah, no, that probably is a bad move. Uh, guy equals cuck. All right, bro. Enough of this. Bro. Did you just call me Burrow? No, I said, all right, bud. I thought he's, we have tapes. We used to rewind it back. <laughs> I, th- I think he called me Burrow. All right. <laughs> um, all right. We're trying to talk about this in fa- uh, power rankings, how good everyone's been lately. Um, so far this season, I'm going to go through all the 50-plus point games there are. Um, start at the bottom. Steph has one 50-point game. Darius Garland has a 51-point point game. Pascal Siakam has a 52-point game. Clay Thompson, 54-point game. Anthony Davis, 55. Giannis, 55. Devin Booker, 58 and 51. Joel is 59 and 53. Luka, 60, 51, 50. Donovan Mitchell is 71. That's crazy. And the thing, you probably know exactly when all these games happen because they're all against you. I was going to say Clay's was against me. Siakam's was against me. All of Luka's were against me. And I'm pretty sure that uh, – Did Clay just get it? I, I'm Does pretty sure 54 from Clay just happened. Yeah, Clay's just happened so against yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Oh, did yeah, you say that this week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, said, I think Garland happened against me too. I have to <laughs> fact check it, but well, Dolphin Mitchell happened against me. Yeah, yeah. So I was worried though. Okay. I thought when I saw that game, I was like, I bet I'm playing against them. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, all right. Finally, the last thing I have um is a we can just kind of discuss a list. Um, so the score uh a really good sports app that I usually look at for articles and news and whatnot. Uh, they released an article. I sat down and read. I only usually, usually read the articles like dealing with like the news, mm-hmm. but this was like an opinion piece I read and someone ranked the top 10 players of 2022 for the, the whole year. So okay. end of last year, beginning of this year, the top 10 best players. Do we go from one to 10, 10 to one honorable mentions after one honorable mentions first. 
Let's go 10 to 1. 10 to 1, then honorable mentions? Yeah. Or honorable mentions first? 10 to 1, then honorable mentions. Okay. Um, 10 was Spider. Okay. Probably mainly off of recency bias this year because last yeah. year he was fine. He was good. He was really good. But I bet he made 10 because, like, this year for the Cavs. He really did step up, yeah. Um, num- Which could have been the next. Number 9, uh, Devin Booker. Yeah. He's been solid. Very solid. Number 8 was KD. Okay. Se- seven was Jaw. Yeah, I'd probably put that higher, but I'll have to hear the rest. This is probably going to be higher for me. This should be higher, I think. Number six is Luca. Yeah, it should be higher. Um, Number seven, number five is Joel Embiid. Okay. Should be a little bit higher, I think. Giannis is four. I don't know, though, because this is all, these are all really good players. Four is Giannis. Okay. Three is Steph. Yeah, yeah. Two is Tatum. Okay, that's fair. One is Joker. Yeah, actually, maybe I wouldn't move anybody up. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough call. Because, I mean, like, considering Tatum and Steph, like, were finals. in the finals, and they kill it, it's they, hard to move them down really further. Yeah, they both did really good. Um, Joker won MVP. Joker won MVP, and, you know, he's also doing good this year. Mm-hmm. Giannis is just a freak. Giannis is a freak. He's been killing it. Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Luka are all on the same level. And mm-hmm. that, so you could mm-hmm. honestly have put that those three in any order. Yeah. And I think it would have all been like. No I probably would have put Luca first. Just I based pro- off the recency of this year. Too. Yeah. I mean, this was written uh, maybe Tuesday. Luca, Monday or Tuesday. Luca, so Joker, like, Giannis. Or, sorry, Luca, Joel, Giannis. I'd go. Yeah. I think so, too. I think Joel Embiid got snubbed of MVP last year. But he did. And he was kind of then the Sixers stunk at the beginning of this year. Yeah, dude, he's never gonna win an MVP. Which I'm, I'm pulling for him. There's gonna be players that don't. I know. There's I, gonna be players I, that should have that won't. Yeah, I, I, I I'm good. not a big Sixers fan by any means. I'm not a supporter of the Sixers, mm-hmm. but um, Joel Embiid, I, I, I support the hell out of that guy. He's so good. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's funny too. Um, honorable mentions on their list. It's not my honorable mentions. It's their honorable mentions. Um, LeBron. Yeah, I was gonna say. A uh, Demar Derozan. I like that Cause, one because last year, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and SGA, yeah, SGA because he really turned on the end of the year last year and then beginning of the year this year. So that's that's that. Um, that's all I got for NBA. Do you have anything you want to add? Uh, let's go next. Keep it up. And Heat. Come on, Pick boys! You gotta keep this <laughs> thing rolling. All right, go Heat. All right, see you guys. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Talking dirty. All right, and let's get into the NFL, leading off with the Week 17 recap. Uh, First up, uh, Sunday games, the 1 o'clock games. We had the Eagles versus the Saints. Uh, We both picked the Eagles, both missed that point because the Saints won 20-10. It's a tough one there. Yeah. Uh, Just a quick uh, disclaimer, I didn't watch any games. (laughs) Yeah, for the Stellars. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Then we had the uh, Cardinals versus the Falcons. Um, we both had the Falcons, and we both got that point because the Falcons won 20-19 to in a nail-biter. Um, then we had the Patriots versus the Dolphins. The Patriots won 23-21. We, uh, you had the Dolphins, I had the Patriots, so I did get that point. Damn. Then we had the Colts versus the Giants. The Giants thrashed the Colts 38-10. to um, so we both had the Giants. We both got that point. 
Then we had the Buccaneers versus the Panthers in a battle for the NFC South. The Buccaneers won 30-24, securing that title. Um, we both had the Bucks, so we both got that point. Then we had the uh, Chiefs versus the Broncos, uh, another tight one for the two teams. Uh, the Chiefs won 27-24. We both had the Chiefs, both got that point. Real quick, Russ did cook this game. Did he? By that, I mean, he passed up how many bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Finally did. 26 for 38, 222 yards, and touchdown and a pick. It's not that bad. Not but terrible. That, that, that's cooking for this year. That is that is cooking for this year. Um, then in the next SmackDown of the week, we had the Lions beating the shit out of the Bears 41 to 10. Uh, we both had the Lions, so we both got that point. Then we had the Browns versus the... <laughs> Sorry, I got to keep interrupting. Yeah. Uh, the Lions... I don't want to take this as a gut wrenching. Lions social media, did you see that? What they tweeted at the Bears? No. I was talking about because it's not that gut wrenching. Yeah. They literally they had a, a video of some guy drawing with a sharpie an L on a piece of bread, and they cut in a video where that guy threw uh, a piece threw of bread at the bear. bear. Yeah, yeah, I did so see that funny. actually. That was very funny. Um, but yeah, and then next up, the Browns versus the Commanders. The Browns won twenty four to ten. Um, we both had the Browns, so we both got that point. Then we had our Houston. We have a spread with the Jaguars versus the Texans. The Jaguars won 31 to 3. Uh, you had them winning by more than six points. I had them winning by less. So you got the bonus point there. Mm-hmm. Then we take it over to the four o'clock games where we had the 49ers versus the Raiders. Uh, the 49ers won in a tight one in overtime, 37 to 34. We both had the 49ers. Both got that point. The Jared Stidham versus Brock Purdy game. <laughs> yeah. Which actually was way better. It was better. We way better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then we had the uh, Seahawks versus the Jets. The Seahawks won uh, 23-6. to You had the Seahawks, I had the Jets. Then another beatdown of the week, the Packers versus the Vikings. Uh, in an NFC North matchup, I had the Vikings, you had the Packers, and the Packers won 41-17. to uh, Wager of the week, a lock. And I, yeah, yeah. Just, just for the record. You did call it. I, uh, Brett. Like Meter, he's always on the pod. Mm-hmm. He texted me his bets, and he said, I don't know how the Vikings are dogs here. I'm putting a lot of money on the Vikings. <laughs> I said, just a warning. And I copied and pasted all the stats <laughs> I got from the podcast, and I sent it to him. Never heard back from him. As soon as the game was over, I was like, dude. And I said, I literally tried to tell you not to take the yeah, Vikings. Yeah, I, yeah. I literally sent you all the stats <laughs> saying why you shouldn't take the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, he can't hit you with the dude. Yeah, That's he was like complaining for. about like how he lost. That's like, uncalled for dude chip. Well, it wasn't it wasn't him like complaining, dude. For me, it was like, oh. dude, the Vikings lost. I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> of course he did. I told you. Um, then uh, we had the last four o'clock game: the Rams versus the Chargers. The Chargers won thirty-one to ten. We both had the Chargers. Both got that point. And then Sunday Night Football: Battle of the AFC North. The Steelers versus the Ravens. The Steelers won off a game-winning drive, second of Kenny Pickett's career. Steelers won 16-13. We both had the Steelers. Both got that point. Kenny's good. Dude, game-winning drives like your first year, that's a good sign. That's a good I, sign. That's all you need. When I was defending all you need. When I was defending Kenny earlier in the season, mm-hmm. I was saying, look at that drive he put together in Miami that he ended up throwing a pick and not getting it. Yeah. That whole drive leading up to it was like, this is a game-winning drive mm-hmm. by a guy, mm-hmm. and he wasn't there. Fast forward, we get that situation a few more times. Yeah. He starts coming on the winning side of things. Dude. Kenny's looking good. I'm I'm happy with what I'm seeing. And I what's making me really confident is everyone's saying that. Like yeah, a bunch yeah. of people in the national media are like, mm-hmm. Kenny's like everyone's saying Kenny's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really like, what, was, what was his numbers in that game? His first half numbers like, he's, were awful. Yeah, like he's not doing anything like special, 
but he's doing what's necessary. He threw like for like fifty yards in the first half. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a team that like should not have been in the playoff conversation. Yeah, that is now in the playoff conversation. And you know what kind of shows that he's really the guy um, is every game he starts off slow, and it's because they're doing Matt Canada's script. Which is <laughs> yeah. awful. And then when it comes down to like gaming drives, you need to make plays. Yeah, he does that, and like because when you're down by whatever in the fourth quarter, you have to throw, not run. So you like to see Kenny like do stuff. It's a lot to ask for for a Steelers fan, but like if we can just get an offensive coordinator that can work well with Kenny Pickett, it could be lights out. Um, this is I'm pretty sure Big Cat made had this exact conversation. Oh really? That's uh, what I did with Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's him. Where I I heard someone on a podcast or a show mm-hmm. was saying like the I know he sucked as a head coach. Nathaniel Hackett's a good offensive coordinator. <laughs> and I was like, I was whenever I heard, I was like, I just literally had that exact argument. God damn. Um, yeah, no, it's Kenny. Kenny's a guy when you give him time to cook. Yeah, but then uh, taking it all over to the big one of the week, Monday Night Football, the Bengals versus the Bills. Um, we didn't get an outcome because. The game was suspended. Uh, five, I think, five fifty-eight left in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, T. Higgins got a catch, was going down, and was tackled by uh, the Bills player Demar Hamlin. Uh, T. Higgins hit him in the chest, and they went down on the tackle. Demar Hamlin got up, and then he all suddenly collapsed. Um, it was a scary sight, and first time I've ever seen an ambulance come onto the field, mm-hmm. like actually onto the field. Um, so the ambulance drove onto the field. Uh, they had to perform C- CPR on him, trying to resuscitate him. Um, they ended up taking him to the uh, emergency room nearest to the stadium, and they had him on tubes to help him breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, I mean, it's been a long-standing thing the past few days. It's probably all you heard about if you turn on ESPN and whatnot. Um but he was going through like a whole bunch of battles. Like, you know, he was starting to, it was all like trending positively overall um, over the last few days. But today the official news broke that he like was able to write something down, which you had the full thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, He was able to write down his first thing. Did we win? Yeah. (laughs) Football guy move, which is a very football guy move. Um, to which the doctors responded, and I'm paraphrasing here, but, you know, you won. You won the game of life. Yeah. Um, That was fu- – that made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. I was like, shit. Yeah. No, it's mm-hmm. – that's an that's just an awesome story, too. Yeah. He, 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 he's, he can't talk, but he is consciousness, which people are saying is insanely good right now. Yeah. So he's conscious, and he's like – is not brain dead essentially, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, literally he, he regains consciousness first thing he thinks is like, "Fuck, did we win that game?" That's nuts. That's <laughs> that nuts. Crazy. Um, but yeah, so they um, all in all, they did shut down the game for that night. Mm-hmm. They did not resume play. Um, they the NFL announced that they're not going to be resuming the game at all this week, um, and there is reports coming out that they might not even resume the game at all yeah. the rest of the season. Um, I think that's the most recent thing I saw, and I saw how I saw uh, how they're gonna do it most likely. Yeah. Um, so, kind of like you know, just kind of I know it's kind of hard to talk about it, but the implications of the game itself. I mean, uh, it was. So there are some reports saying that they're not going to do it at all. There are some reports I saw that said the Bengals and Bills will play in like a week nineteen, quote unquote, alongside the NFC playoffs. Then in week uh, the week twenty would be the AFC playoffs, uh, but nothing's been like confirmed. Obviously, so what I read wasn't that. 
Okay, what did you read? I read that they're just not going to play the game at all. And mm-hmm. They're going to come down the AFC playoff seedings between the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs to be come down to a winning percentage. Okay. So there's not, they're just going to wipe that game off of the Bengals and Bills records. Mm-hmm. And it's just like if they have a better, better win percentage by the end than the Chiefs. Okay, like I wonder. A, like I'm just trying to think. Does it matter if you have more numbers in your average, though? You know what I mean? It like, does. It yeah, does. yeah. Because it affects your average more. Yeah. yeah. It would affect your average less, less if you have more games. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, it was kind of crazy, though, because the NFL was trying hard to resume play. Like, they were at one point having players stretch on the sidelines and stuff, like getting ready to return to action. And it came down to the coaches um, leading, like, a charge for, like, no, we're not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, which was kind of, like, wild to see. Yeah. That kind of, like, mutiny over the NFL. It's kind of sick. The NFL was going to be on my weenies of the week, but <laughs> I, I did hear that uh, from somewhere else too that that that's all rumors. People were just saying, or like the protocol for something like that is mm-hmm. five minutes, and the refs might have like talked about it. Like, uh, okay. The book says we have to do it this way. Yeah, they're going by the book, but they're the the like the people from the box and from the NFL saying start the game back up. Yeah. Apparently that might have never happened. Ah. It was just like, the seems ref like was, that's something the that ref was saying. Out there, if though. we do resume play, it's, we have a five minutes to warm up. Gotcha. But I, I mean, I don't like the NFL bias. That's the reason they're not on the weenies. Let's just get in front of it. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, it was absolutely insane though. Cause I wasn't watching the game, but I saw the hit obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like one of those hits you never really notice is like, like it doesn't look like it was anything bad. Yeah, it's like it looked like a pretty routine NFL hit. Yeah, and I Chelsea kind of broke it down like the mm-hmm. why how, why it happened for me too. Oh, uh, okay. So the scientific reason is actually I could just pull it up. I think she said is it about the heartbeat thing? The heartbeat is okay. Play with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's just like the area you got hit, and at the same time as like a heartbeat, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. can just cause your heart to strip to stop. Yeah. Um, she... Yeah, it's like a millisecond of the time. Yeah, she screenshotted. And, oh wait, that's why this. She sent me like a, like she Google searched like what it is and sent it to me. Um, no, yeah. So essentially, like during your heartbeat, there is a moment where if you're hit at a certain place on your like around your heart, um, you'll go into like cardiac arrest and everything mm-hmm. that Demar Hamlin went through, um. So that's just like what happened, and I I heard it like on I saw it on TikTok at first. Yeah, I, I didn't see a thing, but yeah, you're saying you're, you're right. There's like mm-hmm. a little tiny square or a mm-hmm. little spot in your chest, hits it right in the heartbeat, heart yeah. stops. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I I heard that online for the first time, like the first like you know it was earlier in the week when I heard that, so I was like I don't know like if it was true because like it was something I read on the internet. Um, because I was like, wouldn't that have happened before? You think like. At some point in a hundred years of NFL, mm-hmm. like you think that probably would have happened at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, Chelsea knew it right away before she even saw anything. She just from like watching it. She was like, "I think it might be this." And sent me the thing. Yeah, because he did get hit right like on the chest with uh, T. Higgins's helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like I, I mean, there's a whole bunch of feel good stories like that came from this as far as like support from the community for Demar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even realize he went to Pitt. Till this whole thing, bro. He went to Central with me. Yeah, his years aren't even at Central. I, really? Like I, did you know him? 
my friend or like Pat, no of them. My friend Pat played football with him in his grade. Damn, so that's very, crazy. Yeah, my Pat, my friend Pat's like friends with him. Yeah, like I, I've like interacted with him in high school. Yeah, shit. I had a class with my pit main. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then like you have uh, I think it was like everybody, all the Bills fans were donating to his charity. All the Bengals fans were donating to his charity. Um, Pittsburgh based charity too, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's rocks based. Gotcha, gotcha. So his mom's daycare that she runs. Cool. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know if you have anything you want to add on it or no. It's just it's just a scary sight. It's uh, I'm just glad he's alive. I mean, that's let alone just like uh, any NFL player, but just the fact that he's like Pittsburgh's own and he's like there's mm-hmm. all these stories of how good of a kid he is. Yeah, for sure. Um, like he actually even like the one story I heard today is like out of high school he uh like he's so good at Central that he got scholarships from 48 different D1 programs and there's better programs than Pitt but he picked Pitt so he can be close to home to help his parents out and that's, his family. Yeah, out. That's rad. Like that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just an insane time this past few days. I, although I was kind of tired of hearing like everybody like just. It was all the same, like, tone, <laughs> like, all the same voices, like, you know, oh, this is bigger than football, or, like, something yeah. like that, some blanket statement. I was just, I was getting annoyed with all that. But <laughs> I, I was kind of not annoyed, I mean, once again, I don't want to say annoyed with this situation, because I'm true, very true, happy yeah. everyone's rallying behind them, everyone's changing their profile pictures and stuff. Yeah, 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 Which, that's really cool, all the NFL teams change their mm-hmm. profile pictures to play yeah. for uh, Hamlin, then number three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't like how, like... I I got explained the whole situation by like, random people like, all the time. <laughs> like everyone works like did you hear about that kid <laughs> yeah I heard about that kid and they're like well yeah did you hear about this yeah I heard about that yeah, yeah I heard about that too. I heard everything I heard everything <laughs> at this point we're three four days away like, uh, it happened three or four days ago oh, all man. the details guess what I've heard too like, it's not I'm, yeah I don't yeah. live under a rock I know what's happening mm-hmm. um, but no I, I am glad one another thing too where a quick guy I just want to mention his uncle who's at the hospital with him. Um, was saying like I'm paraphrasing the whole quote, but it's really nice seeing all the outpour of love and like from people. Mm-hmm. Whenever, whenever you die, you don't really get to hear what people say good about you. Good for him is he didn't die, so he can he was able to come back. He's gonna be able to come back and see all the stuff. Yeah, that's, which that's is cool. cool which like yeah, like it's mm-hmm. like essentially like if you could like fake your own death and see what people say about you. Yeah, and it basically happened tomorrow, and everything's very positive. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, like I said, like a lot of good feel good stories coming around from the league. Um, it's just crazy too. Like <laughs> I've just never seen like an ambulance come on the field like that. I know I mentioned that before, but um, I don't know anything else from the the Mar Hamlin. No, yeah, also just shout out all the uh, people on the field, like all the uh, yeah. trainers and doctors on the field. Um, I think I heard a story about the the woman performing the CPR, mm. like the first doctor out there. Okay, she had players make a wall. In front of her, actually did CPR, so it gives him some privacy. Nice. So you can't really. There's never no cool. videos out there of him getting CPR on. Yeah. Him. And it's because like then like Stefan Diggs was trying to like hang out at the hospital too. He did go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. So that too. But that's um, awesome. The formulating wall. Yeah, like, like she like during it, she was like super like knew exactly what to do here mm-hmm. here. Then during the whole thing, she made all the, the players nearby like make a wall so the cameras can't get her them doing CPR. Yeah, that's all they'd want is like that shot too. Yeah, you know. That's yeah, it's tough. Um, but right. I'm glad. I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad he's training upwards. I don't. Do you think he's gonna play again? I someone. I heard people talking about it. I don't think he will. I wouldn't. 
If you just randomly got hit once and had a heart attack See, and died. I didn't think it He's until very young, but the first thing he writes down on that bulletin thing is, did we win? Did we win? But I could see him We don't even it. see He might not even be able to like ever be clear. Yeah, it it comes, if he can, he will, I think. How would you, though? I mean, maybe that separates. That's why he's. he's well, here's the thing: like, if I if that happened to me, something completely random, yeah, no chance I wouldn't. I I get that. Yeah, I, and but he's so young. Probably, career, if though. I went through it, I'd probably think the same way. He's, to he's be honest, two, it's only a second year though. And at the same time, too, like, you know, no disrespect, but nobody really knew who Demar Hamlin was last week. Everybody knows him now. Makes a name for yourself. Just like in terms of like you know. Making money, the in, on yeah, 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 the residuals and all that shit that he can get from that. Um, you make a solid paycheck from all that too. That's what, I'm, that's what I think. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I can see him doing that. You know, regardless, he's just focused on getting healthy first. So yeah, hopefully, but hopefully he can play. Hopefully he has that option opportunity. You know what I mean? Because it'd suck more if he never had that opportunity again. Mm-hmm. Like I'd like, I'd like for him to at least have the opportunity to play again if he wanted to. Yeah. I agree. I Just because, like, to have that ripped away from you, fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let's take it over to the weekly segments. We're going to do a little turn of events here. We're going to start up with Wiedersteins Weenies of the Week. Which I'm glad because I'm looking at gut wrenching and they're all just my weenies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to change them up to reflect. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, well, my number three weenie of the week, we have Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, he just, all I have is he sucked and he's. Probably done officially in it's the good. NFL. I, I would you? I would. Starting, yeah. I mean, he's done, he's done starting, but I would just retire. Mm. He made so much money already. True, he really did get his bag. So why would you just? I mean, you make more money, I guess, but like, I don't know. I think he's it's done. all about the ring, though. It's all about the ring. He's gonna want that ring. I, th- I see. I don't think he's the guy who cares. I True. Think, I yeah. think he. I think he would rather just like. Quietly retire, never be seen again. It's kind of like a hang Jay out with this family, yeah, hang out with this family, and <laughs> hunt ducks. He's a big duck hunter guy. He's got, I could see him being like Jay Cutler, like having like some wife that like just like has a big show and big thing. Yeah. And he's just like the guy, you know, yeah. like the man. I think for, I saw for Christmas he got like custom Jordans with like a picture of his family and like ducks on it. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Family ducks. Yeah, that's what he prioritizes. <laughs> Families and ducks. Um, my number two weenie of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all I had words for him. Ron Rivera. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Ron Rivera didn't know the Commanders could be eliminated with a Packers <laughs> win. Um. And it was like one of the. It wasn't like one of those. Don't worry about something you can't control. Like he just straight up didn't know. I actually have a video of the whole interaction. Mm-hmm. Clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? <laughs> He's just, like, wide-eyed. Yeah, if the Packers beat... Just so they can hear it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. We can be eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. just, just the same, like, the same energy is, like... I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no. And his facial expressions during that pause that you heard was very much just oh, like man. his brain trying to compute what was just said. How did nobody you how did none of you tell me? No one of you told me before you let me go out there. Are you serious? No one no one briefed me on this? 
Oh man. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's tough. It, it, it's a bad look. And then it's even worse because they did get eliminated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did. It's over. They're done. Yeah, they're done. Uh, and then they went with Sam Howell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was great. It's like that reporter just predicted the future. <laughs> hey, that's so funny. <laughs> He's no, 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 no idea. Um, and my number one. So the, so the only honorable mention I had that was originally my top three. You have regret running moments. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. Um, but uh, number one, Skip Bayless. So <laughs> this bumped this other guy out. Um, so he had a bad tweet during the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say it's a bit very misunderstood, and I can see it as misunderstood. So his tweet was, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? This late in the season, a game with this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. So, like, he, during Dar- DeMar, when DeMar Hamlin is getting resuscitated on the field, he's laying there dead. Mm-hmm. He's out here tweeting, all right, so what's going to happen to the NFL? He did talk on the end. It seems very irrelevant right now because of yeah, the magic yeah. what's going on with Demar. Mm-hmm. But when all your tweet is just pretty much like what's the NFL going to do, then afterthoughts like Demar on the field, people are going to get outraged. People are getting pissed. Um, it's a bad tweet. It wasn't maybe not necessarily a bad take by him. Like he's probably because he didn't mean anything bad about. It, but it's a yeah. bad tweet. What got me and where is he number one is he's refusing to delete it. If he he is, was like, dude, yeah. you should delete this. <laughs> this is bad. And he's like weirdly like, like digging no. his heels. <laughs> He's like, where do you think his heels in? And it really boiled over. He's like Kyrie Irving right now. <laughs> I know. Um, but, like, it really boiled over on Undisputed on Wednesday. Shan mm. Sharp finally returned. He took the day off on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, the power move, too. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, he took the day off because he, uh, how the DeMar situation kind of affected him. He like, needed time to reflect. Like, he was very upset about the mm. whole thing. Um, and then he basically going on and started addressing it. Quote, I've never seen anyone have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, and hopefully Skip would take it take it down, but I wanted to, and then Skip Bayless just straight up interrupted an <laughs> ex-NFL player during his montage of saying, like, this, this kid out here died, he's fighting for his life. Skip interrupted him, said, I'm not going to take the tweet down because I stand by what I tweeted. Sharp then uh, decided to not continue his monologue. Visibly upset with Bayless, he said, quote, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting me. And then they just went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Skip is just the biggest asshole loser on the planet. I, he's the biggest clown. Yeah. Number one, he's been on my hate list for a long, long time and stuff like this. I mean, like, yes, once again, the tweet was very misunderstood, I think. I think he didn't mean anything disrespectful about it because he even addressed DeMar things thinking it's irre- everything's irrelevant right now because what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever people are like, hey, you should take your tweet down and you just dig your heels in and you and your yeah. co-star has an emotional monologue going <laughs> yeah. uh, during your show. He just addresses like the tweet thing because he's want to. He's just gonna t- address it, talk about, it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you interrupt them, you argue back. You say, "I'm not gonna take the tweet down." You still get the biggest <laughs> weenie in the planet. And the thing is, too, like Shannon Sharp also dropped like a big power move on him, saying like, "Well, the bosses wanted you to like take it down to like you know they wanted yeah. you to clarify yourself." Because so clearly, because like Shannon Sharp was saying like, "Well, people had a problem with it." Skip chimed in like, "Well, nobody had a problem with nobody here had a problem with it." And Sienna Sharp's like, well, the bosses asked you to clarify. So clearly people have a problem with it. And it was, he was refusing it. It was just hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, I am waiting for the day Shannon Sharp kicks his ass. Because <laughs> I feel like in the last month or two, it's been way more heated than normal. It's been so heated. Because even like a month, a couple weeks ago, they had the whole argument like uh, showing Shannon Sharp was like, Talking about Shannon Sharp's career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, he's a Hall of Fame tight end. Yeah. And Skip Bayless is like, hey, you're not that great. 
<laughs> or whatever he was saying. No, well, they were talking about Brady, and he was like, "You never did anything like that." And he's like, "I was." He was like, pretty much like you got to think too. He was a tight end. Yeah, he had much more hits on his body than fucking Brady does. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame tight end. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Eat. And Skip was just like slamming him down, and Shannon's, and then she, you knew Shannon was pissed when his his Skip got really high pitched. <laughs> He, I thought I thought he was in trouble over the table then. <laughs> yeah, and this like a couple weeks after, like how can you? Even hey, and kudos guy? to the chick who does like the uh, mediating the between Jen, the two. I don't know her name, yeah, Where's but like Jay, kudos to her for just dealing with that tension because like that's mm-hmm. gotta be nuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. it has to be. I would love to see Skip get canceled though. If Skip ever got canceled, that'd be the greatest day. Oh, it'd be so I hate, funny. I hate Skip. I've always hated Skip. That's why I'm a big Stephen A. guy, honestly. See, I think he truly didn't care about Hamlin, and he sent that tweet out. And as he's writing, he's like, but he was trying to make it sound like he cared, Mm -hmm. and he didn't do well at it, well enough at least. Mm -hmm. And now he's trying to now like people are against him because like why else wouldn't you take the tweet down? You know, if he really cared about Hamlin, he'd take the tweet down. Yeah, someone's like, hey, it's a little inconsiderate right mm-hmm. now. Even it's if like you stand case. by it, you can come out and you can say, you know, I do st- like I stand by my tweets, but I like, you know, it was not construed that way. So out of respect, I will take the tweet down kind of thing. It's all you got to do. That's yeah. all you got to do. Like still take the tweet down, defend your case. All right, we move on. Yeah. Like, and that'd be acceptable, I think. I think so, too. But he just refuses, like Kyrie Irving in an anti-Semitic post. Like, it is crazy. It really was very important. It is crazy. Um yeah, Skip's just got to be like the biggest person in the room, even though he's the smallest. Yeah, he's the most annoying person. In the room, yeah. That's for sure. He has to be the loudest, the biggest. Yeah, he just thinks he's the shit. Um, but yeah, that was crazy, man. Um, so those are your those are your weenies. Those are my weenies. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's take it over to uh, guys got wrenching moments. So we did kind of cross over a lot for this this week, but I did have a couple here. Number one, Giants cave on. Thibodeau. Real quick, this was my weenie that ended up taking off. Okay, the honorable. So this was my number three. Gotcha. Then, then when Skip is when Skip came on, I just moved everyone down one. Yeah. Um. So Kayvon Thibodeau sacked Colts quarterback Nick Foles. Fol- and they both come down together, like right next to each other, inches apart. Foles is obviously like on the ground hurt. <laughs> he, he was having a seizure. He was having a seizure. He was convulsing. He was convulsing. Oh, God. He, I'll show you He was having a full-on seizure. Jesus. Like, I think they hit, like, triggered his epilepsy or something like that. And he's, he's seizing. Uh, I, think he's, I think he's epileptic, so it's not like a seizure can, like, mm-hmm. that bad in that situation. But, like, gotcha. the man was literally, I'll pull up the video so you can see it again. And then you just see Kayvon Thibodeau doing snow angels next to him celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad. He was touching him. He was hitting him yeah. on the snow angel. Yeah, he's that close. After the game, he said, "Like, I didn't obviously didn't know that was happening." I, I believe him. I think so too. I mean, if you have a helmet on too, your field of vision is only facing forward. Yeah, you know, you can't see your peripherals. So, Nick Foles would have been in peripheral. He wouldn't have noticed Nick Foles having a seizure. Mm-hmm. But that it was just a bad look for the NFL this week with hits and injuries and mm-hmm. like you got Nick Foles seizing one one game and then you got what happened to Demar Hamlin. Like, it's insane. Yeah, so from hit play, just watch Nick Foles the entire time. You see him twitch. You see him, like, seizing. Oh, God, yeah. He's like, She's, like, shaking. Yeah, I, I was watching the hands because I didn't watch the hands the last time I watched this video. Yeah, you can tell. Fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. Dude, bad looks for the NFL. 
I know. That's bad. Then, speaking of the NFL, I had just a gut-wrenching moment overall for the NFL. While we have this whole DeMar Hamlin injury going on, they cut the commercial, and it's like something for like a Little Caesars. Like They're just like pizza pizzaing in your face. And it's like, I think I just watched somebody die. Pizza pizzaing right in your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last thing I had, though, Tyree Kill. He scored a touchdown in the game on Sunday. While scoring his TD, he did a sick backflip, mind you. It was awesome. But then he uh, was coming up to his teammate, uh, Snythe. Snythe put up his hands for a high five, and Tyree Kill just left him hanging. Like, he was facing – did you see that video? No. Okay, I'll pull it up because I do have access to it. But, yeah, so, like, Sice just standing there, hands up, facing Tyree Kill. never mind. I did see it. Now you're saying that. I did see it. You're right. Never mind. He does a flip and walks right by him and high fives the guy right behind him. Yeah, I did see it. He clearly left him hanging. It was wild. Yeah, let me see it again, but that was – I do remember that. I remember. So, I watched that live. Like, he was looking right at him. (laughs) <laughs> Do you think he's doing a touchdown thing? I don't know. So funny. Though. And he like jukes past him too. <laughs> he skirted him. <laughs> the man just wanted a high five. Oh man. Yeah, I remember seeing that. You're right. But those are my gut wrenching moments for the week. That's funny. Uh, oh, I had one more gut wrenching. Oh yeah, what do you got? She Justin Jefferson hit the ref with the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was bad. So uh, Jair Alexander. Is that his first time? Was his first? Jair time? Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. So he covered. Justin Jefferson like perfectly. He was like on blanket. I think Justin Jefferson. Had oh one yeah, there's catch. there's more to that too. Like, well, giant, yeah, I was yeah. like, if there's they, they go back and forth the time after the one time uh, Alexander started gritting on him. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, what you're talking well, about? Yeah, I, I, well, just in general because so like, 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 there's a lot of shit talking before the game. Yeah, because before the, the game, that's what I was gonna say. Because yeah. some reporter asked Jair about the blowout performance that Jefferson had in against the early game against the Vikings, and he said that it was a fluke. Yeah. And everyone was like you know, shit shitting talk. on him and it was like, mm-hmm. All right, dude, come on. Like you got burnt. Like Yeah. And then this game But he really he covered the hell himself. out of Je- Yeah. He literally Jair said, like, a fluke had a hell of a game against He's Justin a beast. But yeah, he he broke it up and started uh grittying on fucking Justin Jefferson. Then later in the game, Justin Jefferson literally went to go hit it seemed like he was to hit Alexander with the helmet. Yeah, As yeah. As we doomed then the ref was stepped in between and he got the ref <laughs> on the back. Um That's crazy. I, I was wondering too because I heard about the gritty thing, so I looked it up. It was early too. It was a bold. It was a bold yeah. gritty. It was a bold Very. little like trash talk move because like that's one of those situations where it could have backfired immensely. Insane. You know what I yeah. mean? It was like the first quarter. I was like, dude, you're bold. If, if Justin Jefferson was like, dude, fuck this, I'm turning it on. Yeah, and then that puts of- up like 200 yards. <laughs> um, but all right, let's take it over to guys, grandiose gangs. Um, not many shakeups this week, to be honest with you. Uh, kind of held true to the original, except for the lower lower teams here. Uh, number one, we got the Chiefs still. Um, they're my number one team in the NFL right now. Number two, the 49ers. They're the best team in the NFC, in my opinion. Uh, three and four. So I have the Bills at three, the Bengals at four. I have an asterisk next to both of their names. That is because whoever would have won that game would be higher. So that's all, mm-hmm. that's all I mean by that. Um, number five, I have the Cowboys. Um and number six, I have the Eagles. So Cowboys beat the Eagles recently. The Eagles are on a losing streak, but it's all without Jalen Hurts. So I didn't want to move them down any further, even though they did lose. Um, but I still think, you know, the Cowboys did beat them, so I'm going to put them higher for now. All right. Number seven, I have the Vikings. Uh, it was a tough loss, but I still think they're better than the teams below them, I'll say. Uh, number eight, I have the Chargers. Uh, they are getting healthier, and they are improving. They haven't really beaten anybody too crazy at the moment. Um, so we'll see how it goes when they get to the, when they're in the playoffs. We'll mm-hmm. see how that rolls. 
Um, I'm pulling for him. I like the Chargers. Love Herbert. Love Eckler. Uh, I just hope it pans out because they just got Joey Bosa last week. So, sky's the limit at that point. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, number nine, I have the Jaguars. So, the Jaguars thrashed the Texans on Sunday. Um, they're looking like the team of destiny right now going into the playoffs with second-year quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Um, I don't know what to think about this team. It's weird seeing the Jaguars like this. Yeah. It's like a winning streak. It is weird. I <laughs> uh, I mean, it's weird to see that they might be in the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Then number 10, kind of same story here, the Packers. Um, the Packers are turning on the gaslights at the end of the season here. They are th- rolling through teams. Um, they are now in a position to win and get in for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to give them – because, like, I'm, I only gave them the 10th spot. I do think the Ravens are probably better. But I gave them the 10th spot because this is a team you do not want to play in the playoffs. Absolutely. Like – a team on a winning streak going into the playoffs after they've been bad all season when they have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Absolutely. That's deadly. <laughs> that's deadly. That's that's insane. And and if you asked me earlier in the year, maybe even like six weeks ago, <laughs> if the, the Packers are going to make the playoffs, I'd, I'd say, say no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, but that's, all, that's the grandiose gangs for the week. So with that, let's take it over to the injury report. Um, first up, 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel will not play on Sunday unless he is, quote, 100%. Um, I guess smart. he has, Yeah. It is smart. I mean, they're locked up. They're locked up. They're not going to get the one seed. They're not going to lose their division. <laughs> Can they? They could. Yeah. If the Eagles and Cowboys both lose? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I thought I thought they are. I honestly position. thought it was going to be the Eagles or Cowboys. But in my watch. opinion, I still say sit them just because you've been winning without them. Yeah, you don't necessarily, you know, you don't need, necessarily him. need them. Um, next up, Bears quarterback Justin Fields is ruled out, and Nathan Peterman will start versus the Vikings. Peace. Yeah. I mean, this makes sense. Bears ain't doing anything. They're not in playoffs. They're just trying to, you know, inst- they're trying to get their draft pick as high as possible. Pete. No, what do you mean? He's going to win. <laughs> it's think? Peterman, Pitt legend. <laughs> okay. Pitt legend, Nate Peterman. All right. Um, <laughs> then next up, he, with- has, he has NFL records. Not good ones. He has one, uh, one in particular. Five interceptions and a half. <laughs> um, then with the Dolphins quarterback, Tua, still likely to be out. The Dolphins are eyeing at starting Teddy Bongwater if his finger is back to being healthy or Skylar Thompson in week 18. I heard it was going to be Skylar. Probably. It, may, it makes sense. Um, That's huge. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that with the playoff picture. Uh, <clears throat> then Titans quarterback Josh Dobbs is going to be starting versus the Jaguars in the battle for the AFC South on Saturday. Uh, the Titans did officially place Ryan Tannehill on IR, so he will likely miss the remainder of the season with the ankle injury. Um, then 49ers quarterback Trey Lance underwent a second surgery and is expected to be back for OTAs in 2023. If um, Tannehill, with his situation, if they win and get in the playoffs, he could play. Possibly. Because his IR was four weeks, and that would have been for regular season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It works. It doesn't want to come, he'll come out for the playoffs? Um, So he'll probably be out, like, the first week of the playoffs. So the one and could maybe return the second game. Okay. If they win at that Which point. Which they wouldn't at that point. Probably With Josh Dobbs, they ain't winning a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, Chargers have, play, have activated Joey Bosa for Week 17, so he's back in action. Mm-hmm. Um, taking it over to the headlines. So the NFL announced their Hall of Fame finalists for the uh, 2023 season here. Typically, four to eight are elected each year, and we are down to 23 finalists. Mm-hmm. So there is actually no official number of who's elected. It's between four and eight. I also I, I actually looked it up 
uh, last night whenever they got gotcha. announced. I was with uh, Himalayan Stoltz, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I just said, oh, the finalists are out, and he, and he asked me how many get in, so I had to Google it. Yeah, yeah, because I had no <laughs> uh, idea. Last either. year, with six got in, but gotcha. yeah, eight's like the max, and four's the least. Well, I think they're going to get eight this year. Because <laughs> I think it's because so we're, go, we're going through him. I was like, I don't know who. Yeah, going. I don't know who you leave off. Uh, we got Jared Allen, defensive end. Mm-hmm. Willie Anderson, offensive tackle. Rodney Barber, defensive back. Dwight Freeney, he's a defensive end. This is his first year of eligibility. Uh, we have Devin Hester, the return man and wide receiver. Tory Holt, wide receiver. Andre Johnson, wide receiver. Albert Lewis, cornerback. Darrell Revis, cornerback. This is also his first year of eligibility. And Joe Thomas, the offensive tackle, is in his first year of eligibility for the Hall of Fame. Zach Thomas, the linebacker. Demarcus Ware, the linebacker. Reggie Wayne, the wide receiver. Patrick Willis, the linebacker. And Darren Woodson, the safety. So, I don't know who you leave off. I feel like Patrick Willis, you have to get him in here. Yeah. I feel like Joe Thomas and Revis have to make it as well. I think Revis, Thomas, and... Patrick Willis. No, no. uh, Oh, Freeney. I think those are all locks because every article I, well, I looked up for the finalists all had the, those guys as a headline. Really? Okay. So I think the I think Dwayne, Dwayne Freeney was a beast. Dwayne Freeney's the one I'm considering yeah. not making. He's it so out of those good, three. dude. He's he so yeah. good. Um, um, Dwayne Freeney. Yeah, I think those three are locks. I think Andre Johnson maybe. Yeah, yeah. But if you're gonna take defensive ends, though, I'd probably take Jared Allen before him. You know what I mean? Over Freeney? Yeah. No, I probably would. Freeney, Freeney's career is better now, but I think Allen should get in too. And then Andre Johnson, he has yeah, to get in. I just said John. Yeah, I just uh, said Andre Johnson. Uh, Devin Hester, he has to get in. So he's, he's he has to because they're returning. He has to. Trust me, you you don't have to tell me why Devin Hester <laughs> should get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to get in. I just think this is a very tough grouping to get in with. I, I don't think he's going to get better though. Because don't we have like? I can't remember who's next year, but it's got to be like. How many years do you have to be out of the league before you're eligible? Five. Five? So people who, next year would be people who retired in um, 18? Maybe 18, yeah. Yeah, 18. Um, AB? <laughs> I think it's five. I think it's five. But either way, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be tough, though. Um, And then, like you kind of alluded to earlier, uh, the Commanders are going to be starting rookie Sam Howell at quarterback versus the Cowboys this week. Um, and then the Lions versus Packers was flexed to Sunday Night Football for Week 18. So the battle for the seventh seed, essentially. Uh, the Seahawks still have a chance in there, so we'll get to more on that later. But um, winner of, if the Packers win that, they're in. Mm-hmm. Then Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson plans to, quote, examine his entire routine, end quote, following the frustrating 2022 season. Broncos country, let's hide. <laughs> uh, but you did see this past week, like Jerry Judy and other Denver Broncos players come out in support of Russell Wilson on social media. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he paid them to do that. No, you don't think? No, there's not a shot. Yeah, you wouldn't have paid him. He would have just asked them or forced. He would have forced them if he was doing <laughs> anything. But no, I think I think it's just his guys who probably were like uh, we we didn't have a great coach. Uh, yeah. he's kind of showing that he's not doing the worst right now. So maybe, maybe we don't burn bridges with this guy because maybe next year he'll be better. And then next year, if the same shit's happening, maybe then then they'll start criticizing <laughs> criticizing him and turning on him publicly. Maybe I co- they're just I like correct my past tweet from two years ago. 
He sucks. Like, <laughs> he he quotes with his whole thing. Like, never mind. He sucks. <laughs> never mind. I lied. He stinks. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, maybe he, there's like thinking like, <laughs> all right, he's shown glimpses of being gooder than our new head coach. He maybe did. He did. He could. Maybe next year will be good, and I don't want to burn my bridges with my quarterback yet, so I'm going to come publicly defend him. Yeah. But next year, if he's a piece of shit, I'm just going to turn on him. Yeah, I get that. Um, and then the Raiders are apparently expected to explore trade offers for Derek Carr in the offseason. Let's chew on this. Lurs. <laughs> also Lurs. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Tom Brady's going to the Raiders. I've, I've heard this before, too. So... Tom Brady is going to be have the option to explore other teams this offseason um, if he doesn't retire, but I don't think he's going to try to retire. I think he's going to keep playing. Now the divorce is over. I think he's now, Yeah, now the divorce is finalized. I think he's just going to be like, all right, we're full football mode right now. Um, Josh McDaniels is the head coach over there in, in uh, Las Vegas. You also have a seemingly – Angry, disappointed Devontae Adams with Derek Carr leaving. What's the best way to appease a star receiver like that? Get Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, he'll also have weapons like Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. He'll have his classic little white receiver to throw to. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see it working out. I could see it. Chandler Jones, ex teammate on defense. True. I didn't even think of that. And uh, he also, the Raiders were one of the teams he was. One was like uh, the team like, he best. was linked with the last time before he picked the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. It was like Raiders, Bucks, 49ers, Dolphins, pretty much, really the other mm-hmm. teams. I think that's the rumored team that they, whenever Brady was on the shop. Yeah, the Derek like, Hart. Yeah. yeah. You're going to keep that guy over me? Yeah. So, yeah. so that, I mean, there is a the, the lot of like truth behind it that could happen. that'd be funny if like now it's like, all right. But ha- do you think it'd be a successful move for the Raiders? Do you think they'd be what good with Brady? I think what you're going to do if you get Brady, you're going to get a lot of other free agents to come in because that's usually Very the Brady true. effect. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but the Bucks, they got a lot of guys coming. They already had a really good defense built, young guys, mm-hmm. a lot of young pieces. But whenever you get Brady, you usually get a couple other like veteran guys who are ring chasing to come. So if they get Brady, that's probably going to happen. Um, I also think, I mean, I, I think that's really what I was going to say. He's, I think they'd be, they'll be decent. I don't know. It's, it's a tough, tough division. division. It's a very tough division. Brady versus Mahomes twice a year, though. Mm-hmm. NFL would love that shit. And that's the reason maybe the the Patriots won't do that. I mean, that's maybe that's why the uh, Brady won't do that. All right. If Tom Brady comes into the AFC West and beats Mahomes three times in a season, including playoffs, he's my goat. Brady's not already your goat. Not my goat. Who's your goat? Ah, Peyton Manning. <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady's just <laughs> I like I, I like Peyton Manning more than Tom Brady. I like Dan Marino more. Than I like Tom a lot Brady. of players more than Tom Brady. But he's the goat. <laughs> There's no debate for me. But like, if he can do that, like at this age, though, that'd be insane. That'd be insane. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I I definitely think he's gonna go somewhere that's not the Bucks next year, mm-hmm. and I think the Raiders will be on the short list. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. However, I do think. I think the 49ers would be on that short list. The 49ers would be – that would be nuts. Because you could just trade Garoppolo, keep Trey Lance oh, on his rookie God. deal behind Tom Brady, and just play Tom Brady for like a one-year Dude, deal. He's got to be like, this motherfucker. Yeah, yo, yeah he runs, keeps running guy. him out of town. <laughs> he's then, like the shadow I can't escape <laughs> from. Dude, imagine Tom Brady, that defense, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, George Kittle, he loves the, the blocking oh tight ends. Oh, my God, that'd be nuts. In, in Shanahan's offense. 
they'd yeah. go they'd go undefeated and win. Wait, you guys have running backs? Like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a running back for 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, obviously, the other one, I I think he might just go back to New England, retire there, one more year, retire. One more year? I did hear, I did hear rumors I'd hate it if he went to the Patriots I've again. heard rumors of that again. I'd hate it so much. Because, especially because they kind of don't know what to do with their quarterback situation. But, like, because then, you know he's winning a Super Bowl within the Patriots. He's going to get one with Belichick, and then they're both going to retire. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't want them to win one more. <laughs> I know. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's fucked. That's fucked. I have not. Speaking of the Patriots, the last headline I had, Mac Jones was officially fined $13,000 for his hit on Bengals cornerback uh, Eli Apple. I hate Eli Apple more than the next guy. Yeah. But that was a dirty play. That was a dirty play, and that's a bullshit fine for that play. $13,000? You think it's too much? No, it's too little. Okay, yeah. Are yeah. you $13,000 for an NFL quarterback? He could have. It's nothing. Eli Apple could have got seriously hurt. Yeah. Like, that and, and it had no impact on the play. Yeah. Like, it was, like Eli Apple's going to go down there and catch him? No way. He's very much behind the play. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, But all right. That, that should have been way more. Mm-hmm. That's all I have for headlines, though, so we'll take it over to the playoff picture. So, for the clinched uh, team so far, uh, we have the Chiefs that got the AFC West. We have the Bills that got the AFC East. The Bengals, Chargers, Ravens all have a playoff berth. So, that only leaves two teams to be in the uh, AFC playoffs that have not clinched. Um, Then we have the NFC. The 49ers clinched the NFC West. The Vikings clinched the NFC North. The Bucks clinched the NFC South. Uh, the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants all have a playoff berth, which leaves one team for the NFC playoffs to be determined. Um, then in the hunt, so the teams in the hunt, the AFC, these teams have not been mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, the AFC, we have the Jaguars and Titans, the Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers. The NFC, we have the Seahawks, Lions, and Packers. So go Lurs. <laughs> Clinching scenarios. For the AFC. So for the one seed in the AFC, the Chiefs can clinch the one seed with a win and a Bills loss. The Bills can clinch the one seed with a win and a Chiefs loss. I also put in parentheses to be determined on that Bengals game. If they end up Mm -hmm. replaying it, that definitely impacts all this stuff. Uh, Because the Bengals were the one seed, but now they're not Mm -hmm. because they have less games played. Um, The Bengals can also clinch the one seed with a win and a Chiefs and Bills loss. So TBD on that Bills game, too. Um, they can also clinch the AFC North with a win over the Ravens. That's pretty much just mm. you know a battle for the AFC North at that point. Um, then taking it over to the uh, seventh seed, uh, the ja- well, more so the AFC South. The battle for the AFC South on Saturday, it's the Jaguars versus the Titans. Whoever wins gets the AFC South. That's an easy one. Yeah, that's that just when you're in. Yeah, when you're in. Pretty, so I think the... Jaguars can still get in if they lose. The Titans would be eliminated if they lose. Would if the okay, so if the Jags lose, but all the other teams are about them talk about the Steelers situation all lose as well. Yeah, so for the seventh seed, the Patriots can clinch with a win versus the Bills, and then the Dolphins, Steelers, and Titans lose. Yeah. The Dolphins can clinch with a win and a Patriots loss. Yeah. The Steelers can clinch with a win and a Dolphins and Patriots loss. Mm-hmm. 
And then the Jaguars get the seventh seed if they lose alongside the Dolphins, Steelers, and Patriots losing. Mm -hmm. The Titans, though, if they lose on Saturday against the Jaguars, they're done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're eliminated at that point. The the Jags can lose, but then they have to wait for the game Sunday to make their determination on the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Lurs, you're going Lurs for that seventh seed? Yeah. a We're big get time. Cooked by the uh, big time. Yeah, we'll get cooked by the Bills or the Chiefs in the first three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big time. I, I live for that shit. Like forty-one to ten. Doesn't matter. We we get a new we get a new. Here we go. Stellar song. If we, with if, Kenny. You with Kenny this time. Kenny playoffs in first year. Yeah, That'd that's kind of cool. That's all I want. I just want Kenny. And honestly, to like, turn the season around. He comes in halfway through, turns it around, somehow sneaks in the playoffs. Gets a Roger Wood, here we go, Stiller song, including his name. If Tomlin finds a way to scrounge together an over 500 season. I'm also kind of just cheering for that. This that's kind of wild, man. Like, I, I, I give him shit because he kind of coattails that, but it's like, because he doesn't do much in the playoffs, but we were that's not. Yeah, we were 1-6. We were six. We were now bad. we're 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. You, that's something you just can't deny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, over in the NFC, the clinching scenarios for this week, the Eagles can clinch the one seed and the NFC East with a win. Or Dallas and 49. So they get the NFC East if Dallas loses or they win. Mm -hmm. They get the one seed if Dallas and the 49ers lose or if they win. Um, The 49ers can clinch the one seed with a win and an Eagles loss. So if the Eagles lose and the 49ers win, the 49ers get the one seed. Oh, so the Cowboys doesn't matter about the Cowboys. It's just the Eagles losing. So the Cowboys can clinch the NFC East with a win and an Eagles loss, as well as the one seed if the 49ers lose as well. Okay. Yeah. It's nuts. It's crazy. So the 49ers have the advantage over the Cowboys on the one side. The 49ers have the advantage over the Cowboys. The Eagles have the advantage over both. Yeah. Um, For the seventh seed in the NFC, uh, the Seahawks can clinch the seventh seed with a win and a Packers loss. The Lions can clinch the seventh seed with a win and a Seahawks loss. And then the Packers can get the seventh seed just with a win. Yeah. So it really boils down to that Sunday Night Football Lions versus Packers. Um, depending on the outcome of the Seahawks game, it's pretty much win and get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's what I got for the playoff picture. If the season ended today, I forgot to do this part. Um, the matchups would be. Yeah, I forgot to do that part actually. Hold up, we're gonna pull it up for quick. No, I got it. 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 So if the season ended today, oh wait, it'd be the Chiefs number one seed, Bills number yeah, two versus the number seven Patriots, the Bengals number three against the number six Ravens, so AFC North in the playoffs, and then number four Jaguars versus number five Chargers, which that's a rematch from earlier in the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so, I think the Jaguars won actually. So you got yeah they did. So mm-hmm. you have Bills Patriots, great division rival, Bengals Ravens, great division rival. Jaguars, Chargers, rematch from earlier in the season. That's crazy. Then from the NFC, you have the Eagles at the one seed right now. So the 49ers for Seahawks would be right now. The, 49ers. Yeah. yeah. The Vikings versus the Giants. That's spicy, but. In Minnesota. I'll, I'll probably I, go, yeah, with the It wouldn't the be Vikings. a primetime game because it's the Giants. I'd probably go with the uh, Vikings. And then Bucks cowboys is almost guaranteed at this point. It's pretty much box. It's yeah, and it's gonna be box. It's gonna be box. It's gonna be box. It's, it's gonna Cowboys be box first round in Tampa. Honestly, like I might pick outright right now the Bucks to win whoever they're playing. That five seed, I think they could beat the Eagles too. 
it depends on I mean so Lane Johnson is gonna mm-hmm. play in the playoffs even though he's very hurt. Yeah, yeah. If he's banking on there being another buy though because they get the one seed and they mm-hmm. don't they end up falling to the five seed. That's tough. He might not be fully ready. He, mm-hmm. he might play hurt and then Vita Vey and all the other all the other mm-hmm. uh, defensive line for the Bucks is gonna tear him apart. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is going to be kind of banking on another, another week, yeah, week of rest. Yeah, another week too. of rest, nothing. No. So he's going to come in with a hurt shoulder. Yeah, the Eagles got to get that bye. If they're if the Eagles are going to be successful in the playoffs, they need the bye. If they want to, if they want to go on a run and win, they need mm-hmm. the rest. Yeah, they need. They really need Lane Johnson just because uh, mm-hmm. if he if he comes back and he's not 100 percent, he's not going to be 100 percent. But if you don't give him the extra week of rest, he's definitely not going to be playoff ready. And it gives Jordan Davis another week of rest too. And Jordan Davis another week. Like of rest. he's back already, yeah. but you know it just gives him another week to like mm-hmm. cool the Jets. Yeah, I agree. But all right, well, let's take it over to the week eighteen pickums. So I forgot to mention with the seventeen recap, uh, the score right now is one seventy to one sixty four. Um, so I'm up six. Yes, you are up six. However, if the Bengals and Bills do play their game, we do have a difference there. So I'm going to write it on the next page. I don't think they're going to play though. I don't think they will either. But just in case they do, you have the Bills. I have the Bengals. Yeah. Which, fuck, if they do play that game because the Bills are going to cook them. Yeah. You know it, too. I was also thinking, <laughs> I'm up six right now. Mm-hmm. You you might have to start having to get bold here. Yeah, I'm going to have to get because, bold. Because yeah, this, this is the time of year. There's where... 13 games to pick in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. If I have a six-point lead going into the playoffs, you're going to have to like go get every single game. So that's going to be rough. Yeah, it's going to be uh this is really make or break week for you. It, it's going to look bad on the graphic for guy these like, next stuff. This all right, let's talk strategy with you real quick. Mhm. I would I would only go off if I were you, I'd only go opposite for like close games. You got you got chip away. You you can't go for a big big swing. No, no, yeah, I agree. I agree. You, you can't panic yet. You gotta go. You gotta pick and choose your battles. <laughs> you, can't panic yet. you can't panic yet. You can't just be like, "Oh fuck, I need to get points. I'm gonna go this seven point underdog." That that's for next week if you don't improve. But all right. Um, first off, we have two Saturday games. Um, first game at four thirty, we have the Chiefs in Vegas versus the Raiders. The Chiefs are nine point favorites. They're gonna play everybody. They need to win. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs too. Um. <clears throat> then the second game, the night game on Saturday, we have the Titans in Duval versus the Jaguars. The Jaguars are six and a half point favorites. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going Jags. I mean, we just talked about this. Guy. I, I, you, you can't be taking swings on this shit. <laughs> Josh Dobbs, you're gonna you're thinking about going with Josh Dobbs right now. I'm looking out for you right now. I know. I know. I know. Um. And you just love the Titans. You're just addicted to the Titans. I don't like it. Like if I if I wasn't in this situation, I would go Jags. I mean, this but is I'm, very funny. I'm going Jags. Um, do you know how the Jaguars play in England all the time? Mm-hmm. They uh they they have their own Twitter account for like the U- UK fans, mm-hmm. and they just tweeted this. Saturday, <laughs> it's Elton John performing live. That's Saturday funny. Is all right for fighting. That's funny. So you're going Jags? Yeah, I'm going Jags. Okay. I think it's a smart move by you. <laughs> And honestly, I wanted you to go Titans. I just I just talked you out of it because I, you know, Josh Dobbs, dude. That's your crack. They look so bad. Titans, your crack. For You're trying to time. sell me back on it. Now. No, I'm just saying the Titans been your crack. I'm trying to talk to a friend who's addicted to crack and get him off of the crack. Yeah, I'm not going Titans. Yeah, Josh Dobbs is doing this. No, 
All right, one o'clock games. First, we have Houston in Indianapolis versus the Colts. The Colts are three point favorites. But, but what are you doing? Because hmm, I haven't thought about this yet. Because I'm going Texans. Oh, it's a spread. Yeah. I think it's your turn to pick anyways. I know, but I kind of want Texans, too. I mean, we could both go Texans. And we, we can put a... Who's starting quarterback? We can put a spread on it. <laughs> Who's going How much do the Texans win by? Who's starting quarterback? Uh, Sam Howell. Or no, no, no that's Commanders. Is it Matt Ryan um, or uh, Sam Ellinger? Because it might be... I think it's Sam Ellinger. If it's Matt Ryan, I've made my conference. I'll just go Colts. Okay. For two okay. points away. What? Right, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going with the Colts. <laughs> okay. Jeff Saturday. Saturday night. All right. Over here. Um, I mean, it's just the, the Texans aren't good either. No, they're not. They're, these are two bad teams, but I think mm-hmm. the Texans are better than the Colts. I don't think so. You don't think so? I mean, the Colts have two more wins. Yeah. This is a better team. <laughs> yeah, but come on. Are they? They're a better team. <laughs> I mean, the Texans have been more of a fighting dog in each of their contests compared to the Colts. They just got wrecked by the Jags last week. Okay, but, like, the Colts blew a, what, 33-point lead? Yeah, against the Vikings. Yeah, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to find my pick. All right, next one o'clock game, we got the Vikings in Chicago versus the Bears. The Vikings are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Do they need to win? I I was just thinking that. They can't get the one seed. So they're probably... They're probably playing all their bench players, but at the same time, I think their bench players are still way better than the Bears. Yeah, and Peterman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if the Vikings aren't trying, they're still favored seven and a half. Yeah, I'll go I'll go Vikings. Who's a backup quarterback? I, I don't know, but it's probably better than Nate Peterman. Probably. Also, I would Nick take Nick Mullins or Josh Rosen. Mullins, dude. Mullins for sure. Mm-hmm. Um also, the Vikings have Alexander Mattinson, and I yeah. take that over Montgomery and uh, who's the other guy? Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I was trying to think. I can't remember. Because I think Mattinson's very good when he gets the opportunity. He just never has the opportunity behind Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'd take Mattinson on that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, next game, we have... The Ravens in Cincy versus the Bengals. The Bengals are seven point favorites. Um, Bengals for me. I mean, they still have to win. The Ravens are locked in where they're at. If they lose or win, they don't change anything. Yeah, since the Bengals can't lose the Bills game unless they play it. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. They, yeah. they can't win the division. They can't move. I don't think in their rankings. And the Ravens lost us. Yes, yeah, so and the Bengals yeah, need yeah. to win. So yeah. I'm going. I'm going to go with the Bengals because the Ravens are probably going to chill. You know. Like, well, and Lamar's not playing too. Yeah, and uh, I think Marcus Peters isn't still playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, yeah, the, like, Ra- the Ravens don't have the need or the players. The Bengals have the need and the players. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, next, we have the Jets versus the Dolphins in Miami. The Dolphins are two point favorites. You going Jets? I'm rooting for the Jets. You're going Dolphins. I'm gonna go. So last week I I went Dolphins. 
Because if they win, at least I get the hey, point. I, don't, I, I took the Jets three weeks in a row here. So, like, this is the third week. They lost the last two. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like it. But I mean, I have money on the Jets. I'm going for the Jets. But mm-hmm. it's like, I I, I need, if I've, the Dolphins win and the Steelers have made the playoffs, I need some reason to be happy about it. Because okay. that means I would have lost my bet. I would have lost mm-hmm. the playoff chance. I need something to make me feel happy about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, the Panthers versus the Saints. The Saints are three-and-a-half-point favorites. It's in New Orleans. Why are they even doing this game? This game does not matter. I don't <laughs> care about this game. I have no. I have no. Decision Why are they even game. showing up? <laughs> like... I guess Saints. I guess. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna go Panthers. Fuck okay. it. I'll go Panthers on that. It is. This game just doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Fuck it. Um, next game. One to differentiate on. We have Patriots versus the Bills. The Bills are seven point favorites in Buffalo. Bills. Bills, hundred percent. Um, next one o'clock game we have the Bucks versus the Falcons. The Falcons are four point favorites in Atlanta. Bucks do no need to play. Yeah, probably gonna go Falcons. I'm gonna go Crackheads too because there, yeah. there's no reason the Bucks should play. Do we have confirmation these players aren't playing? Well, the fact that the Falcons are favorite. Oh, true. Yeah, by four. Yeah, yeah. Probably means that all the backups are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, then finally, the one the last one o'clock game, also our wager of the week, <laughs> um, the Browns in Pittsburgh versus the Steelers. Fuck. The Steelers are two and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Guy, mm-hmm. can you read my wager of the week? What it says? Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Just money line. Uh, the money line odds aren't as good as the two and a half. You might as well take the two and a half points on that. Oh, they're favored. Okay. We're favored by two and a half, so gotcha, that means we'll gotcha. win by a field goal, which most wins are within th- mm-hmm. over three points. So you're going Steelers. I'm going Steelers minus two and a half. Uh, Tomlin never been under 500, so even if we don't make the playoffs, we ha- are playing a team that's worse than us at home. We have something to play for. They don't. We yeah, Tomlin never had a losing season. So, and I think we would we beat them earlier in the season if Kenny Pickett was playing. But we had Mitch. Hmm. All right. I'll go uh, Steelers. And ca- also, another point for it is um, I'll be there. And so I'm going to be yelling out so much fucked up <laughs> shit. And so it's going to be completely in. <clears throat> I'm in the nice seats from the. I just want to look ahead and see like if we would have more differences. Because yeah. we have three right now. So if I do get them all, that's 167. Mm-hmm. That would give me that would give me a three point lead. I'm down six. That's a good it's a good comeback little yeah. trail there. So uh counterpoint. No. No. <laughs> uh all right, four o'clock games. We have first we have the Rams in Seattle versus the Seahawks. Seahawks minus six. I'm going Seahawks because they, yeah, they need have to the win. win. They yeah. need the win and they're at home. So they're gonna win. Um next, four twenty five. We have Chargers versus Broncos in Denver. Denver three point favorites. Do you just want me to go pick every time before you so you can kind of play defense? Yeah, yeah, but are the Chargers even playing? They're not. No, I was going to say that's why the Broncos are favored. The Bron- I'm going Broncos because the Chargers are probably going to sit Eckler and uh, Herbert, Herbert and everyone Allen. who could get hurt, all the most wide receivers, because this game doesn't matter for them. They can't move seeding. And Denver needs – they're building off of a good game last game when they lost. Yeah. I, I, Russell Wilson, this is his last chance of the year to kind of like – Hey guys, next year's Not gonna be, be better. terrible. Yet. This next year's gonna be better. How, how about we just like try this game out to try to get some chemistry? So I'm going Broncos there. 
Okay, me too. Me too. Um, four twenty-five. No spread on this game. No spread. I repeat, no spread on this game. The Giants versus the Eagles in Philly. Ooh. Both teams. I'm well. The Giants don't really have to win. No. The Eagles are definitely. But Eagles. the Eagles aren't going to have Jalen Hurts, no. or are they? I don't think they are. They're not. I don't. I thought he was sitting out the rest of the regular season. Are the Giants favored? There's no f- spread. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, um, and it's at MetLife. No, it's in, in the Lincoln line. Financial. So it says Jalen Hurts is questionable. What I'm going to Eagles because they need to win. What, do you, what do you do if you're uh, Sirianni at this point? You can get the one seat. It, you can play your quarterback who might be hurt. You just play and get the, the one half. seed. True. Yeah. Play the, if if it's if you're that worried that you're going to lose, you activate Jalen Hurts. It only play him if you need to. I, I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's going to roll with all the starters minus Jalen Hurts and throw Garner Minshew out there again. I mean, it's at home. You're playing the Giants. You, you should win that, even with Gardner Minshew. Did you make a decision yet? Let me check one more thing. There's three games left we have to call. Just, and I don't just, think you'd be going against me in any of them. We go Giants. All right. All right, next one. What do you got? We next we have the Cardinals in San Francisco versus 49ers. 49ers are 14 point favorites. Oh, 49ers. Yeah. yeah, 49ers. 49ers. Jesus. 14 <laughs> points in a game that doesn't matter. That's insane. That's just so, how bad the Cardinals how are. How is Cliff Kingsbury still like having a job right now? He's definitely not going to be. <laughs> For Monday morning, he's gone. He's Chew on be. this. 50 yarder. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury's that's like a chip shot, actually. Cliff Kingsbury, come Monday morning, is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next we have the Cowboys versus Commanders. Cowboys are seven-point favorites. I'm going Cowboys. they got to win. Yes, I'm going with the Cowboys as well, Sam Howe. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a good game. That's a tough defense to have a good game, first game against. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you never know. I don't know. Finally, Sunday Night Football, we have the Lions in Lambeau versus the Packers. When in your end situation, the Packers are four and a half point favorites. I'm going to the Cheeseheads. Yeah. I've been grabbing with them the last few weeks. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to, the Lions aren't going to be. Um, the Lions are a little bro. And, guys, this is, this is exactly the type of game that I was telling you before. Don't, you don't need to do this. Yeah, I'm going Packers. Pick and choose your, ba- going your Packers. Battles. No, because the Lions also won earlier in the season. Yeah. And you're not going to get and Aaron Rodgers winning your in situation in Lambeau in January. True, also true. Um, but I, it was the same logic I used for the Giants Eagles because the Eagles won the last matchup. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, all right, Giants maybe win this. Jalen Hurts maybe hurt. You know, I'll go. I'll roll the dice on the Giants there. So that leaves us with four differences. Five if you count the Bills Bengals. Um, you have the Colts, I have the Texans. You have the Dolphins, I have the Jets. You have the Saints, I have the Panthers. You have the Eagles, I have the Giants. All right. All right, with that, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah, yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's take it over to pop culture. Leading off with movie news, I finally saw Glass Onion. 
Which so, me personally, you didn't like it. I like Knives Out better. Yeah, but it was a good, it was a good run, it was a good ride. I enjoyed it. It was worth the watch. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I love how like all right, spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah spoiler warnings. Which you kind of got warned last week when I was talking about it last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the fact that just like, uh, was him. Uh, Daniel Craig's LeBlanc, whatever his name mm-hmm. is, which is when he figured out it was Edward Norton. He's like, "This is so dumb!" And like, <laughs> he's like, it's just like so dumb. <laughs> like, he's kept saying how dumb it is. That whole rant and saying how dumb it is. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was very funny. I wish the ending was a little bit better than it was, but I love the ride. I didn't necessarily love where the ride took us. Yeah, yeah. But I love the ride so much that it was considered my second favorite movie of last year. Um, I did. Uh. I did like think that twist was nuts with like her being the twin sister, which it's very cliche, but mm-hmm. so cliche you weren't expecting it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I thought it was well done. Um, and then like she was alive that whole time. Like you thought she was shot initially, mm-hmm. and then she ends up being alive the whole time. Um, yeah. It was, I mean, it was a good movie. I think Dave Batista killed it. Um, like every every cast member did a great job with their performance. Absolutely. And what I really liked about it, which. I realized after the fact when I was like kind of deciding if I liked it or not, mm-hmm. I, they literally, I literally thought it was like 10 different, like every single person, different times. Yeah. Like it was, it was, they hid Edward Norton. So such in plain sight. Mm-hmm. So like easily. Yeah. Uh, because how dumb it was. And that's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. And I did watch a breakdown of everything. Yeah. And, uh, they even showed you like, See, when you were saying, like, oh, yeah, you must have accidentally switched glasses, you watched me the first time and actually watched closely. Everything that he points out in the end is you can happen. see in the movie. So I kind of, like, I don't know if, if this was actually something that happened, but when the movie starts and um, they're, like, you're showing, like, the packages being delivered to the homes, mm-hmm. I could have sworn for one of the homes, I think it was Catherine Hahn's characters, uh, I thought it looked like Edward Norton delivering the package. I don't know why, oh. but I saw that and I was like, "Was that Edward Norton?" And I was like, "Is Edward Norton the the killer?" Yeah. And then the end of the movie, I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> he was." Yeah, I don't, so, think, I don't know if he was or not. But like, I, I swear it looked like him at least. Like, I don't yeah. think it was actually him, but it looked like him enough to me that I thought it was he was the killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of held true to the end. But I didn't catch like the whole drink switch thing and all that. Like mm-hmm. when I watched it the first time, me either. either. And then mm-hmm. uh, whenever they were going back through it, I thought it was like, oh, they just like kind of didn't show it on camera. Mm-hmm. But if you actually go back, they yeah. do show everything. Yeah, I was thinking when I was watching it and like that reveal happened, I was like, should I rewind and just like find that? I was like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I watched a video <laughs> that did it for me. <laughs> gotcha. Um, That's good. That's good. That's good confirmation. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> did. I also. Uh, Love just a quick write off in the very beginning because it was very funny that the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the quick write off of where uh, Ethan Hawke's cameo <laughs> was just like shot, shot everyone in the mouth or something. Said, "What's this? Like, don't worry about. It. You're good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. like no, 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 you're good. just like not to say like, "Oh yeah, no, you're like cured or anything." Then, like no that. explanation. Like, no, he doesn't have a cure. Like, it was no, a, good. it was a lazy, it was <laughs> incense theme to the entire thing mm-hmm. where it's so lazy and dumb. That it works. But it works. Yeah, yeah. Like, like even the writing is that point. Yeah, I thought that too when I watched that scene. Like, yeah, that was so. I thought I was dying. I was like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Su- that's such a great way to write out. Like, oh, yeah, we don't have to worry about masks anymore. Yeah, for the rest yeah. of this. For the rest of this, dude. Whiskey though. Madeline Klein. Jeez. Up and comer. Jeez. Up and comer. She. Sheesh. For some reason, my Instagram algorithm is just like all these young women in, <laughs> in Hollywood. I don't even watch it with it. I, 
like, I have so much Jenna Ortega stuff now. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I got I got a couple things from her. I think she's in Outer Banks. Yeah, I think so. So like, mm. yeah, I've I've been seeing her for a while. <laughs> she's a hottie. Yeah, she is. She's a smoke show. Um, I don't have anything else from uh, Knives Out though. I loved it. I, I don't know. Knives Out, a glass on oh, story. I do love the beginning. Whenever it's. Daniel Craig's playing Among Us with like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, um, I forgot about then the other that. two people, the <laughs> other two people, I forget who it is. Uh, they're they I recognize their names. Let me look them up. Mm-hmm. They they both passed away before the movie came out, so that was their last roles. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Mary? Uh, I, I'll look it up if you want to continue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch Top Gun though. I was tr- gonna try to watch that this weekend, but I ended up not doing it. But I will watch it this mm-hmm. weekend for sure. Um. Next up, there's a trailer drop for a new Netflix movie coming out called You People. Um, stars Jonah Hill. It was actually written by Jonah Hill. Oh, Steven Sodheimer, Angela Lansbury. That's the one. I they're, knew, both, yeah. they're both passed away. Wait, before. was that Murder, She Wrote? I think so, yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So that's the cameo, but they both that's passed cool. away since then. Also, I just remember now, the Yo-Yo Ma uh, cameo. Do you know who, you ever hear of the name Yo-Yo Ma? I've heard of the name. I don't he's, one, he's like, oh cellist like a musician guy okay but like world famous symphony like huge nerd mm-hmm. people know um he's the one who helped uh kate hudson's character figure out like the tone of music remember uh, that asian dude who's always like explaining the tones of music that's yo-yo ma gotcha like, classic gotcha. Symphonies. Okay. um but no real quick kate hudson's character was hilarious she was she was good. i thought she was very i, I loved uh um what's her name peg's the actress who played peg uh the assistant Henwick. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought she, she was great too. There was a moment where like I thought she was going to be the killer too. I thought she was me for a little. I thought bit that'd there. be a good one to throw in. There, I thought yeah. it was me whiskey for a little bit there too. Yeah, yeah. Because she seemed a little up to something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, another like plain sight, like so dumb with G's. Whenever he was mm-hmm. like, "Come on, Birdie, keep twirling for us," and he'd use that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. All right, sorry. But yeah, with you people trailer. So uh, Jonah Hill wrote the movie. He stars in it. Uh, alongside Eddie Murphy, so it's pretty much just like, guess who's coming to dinner? Mm-hmm. But new age, but it looks hilarious. Uh, the star-studded cast, like Eddie Murphy, Nia Long, um, David Duchovny, uh, Julia Dreyfus, Julia Louis Dreyfus, um, yeah, just a ton, ton of stars in the movie, and it like the the humor was just great. Loved yeah. every second of it. Um, comes on Netflix January 27th, so I'll definitely try to check that out as well. That's exactly when I get my surgery. Oh, there you go. So yeah, I'm just not going to be doing I'll, yeah. just, I'll be able to watch whatever I yeah, want. Yeah, just toss on the movies. Do you got like a show you're going to watch for that? You got anything lined up? I, I've been thinking about like, recently watching White Lotus because I heard it's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things about that, too. Yeah. And Christopher Montesanti is in it for first season, Oh, he is? <laughs> yeah. Aubrey Plaza is in it. <laughs> um. Then apparently there's some rumors surfacing that uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is being considered to be the new James Bond for the franchise. After watching him on Bullet Train, mm-hmm. I he'd be very good at James Bond. I think he could be good too. I was gonna say though, it's such a glow up from like Kick Ass. You remember that movie? Yeah, Kick Ass. Dude, he's such like a scrawny little dude in Kick Ass, and yeah. all of a sudden he's like this just he was Quicksilver, and now he's in that Bullet Train movie, and like all these like action films, like mm-hmm. crazy glow up for the guy. Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I could see him doing well with the role of Bond. Yeah, he did so good in Bullet Train. Mm-hmm. He was like a British spy wearing a suit in that too. Yeah, and if yeah. you can kind of bring humor mixed with like the action kind of thing, like I think he'd be very good James Bond. Um. The next thing I had, though, so Jeremy Renner this past week was actually in a snowplow accident. He was in critical condition 
Um, the whole side, left side of his face is like all bruised up, scarred up. Um, he was like sending pictures from the hospital and stuff like that, to social media, which, so I, I knew about the story throughout the week. I never knew what happened. I couldn't find it until today. I finally found it. Apparently, according to local police, he was trying to pull somebody out from being stuck in the snow and when he was swiped by a plow truck. Yeah, he must, he must died. That's insane. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a real life hero. He's literally being Hawkeye. Yeah, he's literally no, super just, he's like yeah, he's grinding. like off screen Hawkeye, saving yeah. people. I was like, that's sick. But uh, yeah, so hopefully he heals up soon. Um, um, so when I first heard about this, so it was behind the scenes, me talking to my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I read before I got all the deeds came out. I just read it as a weather related accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my dad asked what happened to this Renner guy. Mm-hmm. I said what I read was a weather related accident. Mm-hmm. My mom said no. <laughs> my mom said what happened was with all that snow that came mm-hmm. so like, weather yeah 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 uh there was something going on and there was some accident happened with a snowplow <laughs> so i literally said use use the word accident when you're talking about a snow weather related <laughs> thing so how's a weather related accident not the this? same <laughs> and my dad just looked at her and went, he got you don <laughs> and, and my mom's my mom was all pissy at me I was like, all right <laughs> oh co- hush hush yeah my dad's like yeah, he got you there <laughs> Then uh, apparently it appears that Ezra Miller's Flash may continue in James Gunn's DCU. But why? How? <laughs> this guy's like a wanted felon, <laughs> and they're he, cutting they're cutting Henry Cavill, yeah. Ben Affleck, Gal, Gal Gadot to the point where they're considering suing the studio because they signed up for multi movie contracts. Ben Affleck was promised to direct his own Batman movie, mm-hmm. and they didn't get they didn't get any of that shit. So they're considering suing, and they're like, yeah, but this Ezra Miller guy, like, he, we can give him an 18th chance. He's a real star here. Yeah, he's like Deshaun Watson. Dude, it's so, <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, jeez. Then uh, apparently they're remaking Ocean's Eleven with Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. That's a, that's a down vote for me. I a remake? A, no. That's an up. Uh, uh, remake's tough. And that's an upvote in the sense of, it's gonna be better than the last oceans thing they tried. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. That's like, true. And, and Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. they're doing Barbie together. Maybe they just like have really good chemistry on screen. <laughs> this is like the Oceans franchise, like Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> they're yeah. like, hey, we fucked up the all chick one. Here's here's a real. <laughs> yeah, <reboot."> honestly. <laughs> let's do it again. Yeah, let's I run bet, it back. Have you ever watched Oceans Eleven? Oh yeah, I love it. I've never seen it. No. Oh, it's so. I, I there I, you go. Well, I started watching it the one day. <laughs> And I love the beginning that something mm-hmm. happened where I had to turn it off. It was like just literally at I was still meeting the crew. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. The last one. Oh, was, the crew's the best, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you get Don Cheadle. Um, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Uh who's that old guy? He's like in a bunch of stuff, but I can't I can't put him to anything now. So I, can't, I can't get the name. Um then obviously Matt Damon, George Clooney. Um or the cast: George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Matt Damon, Brad Julia Pitt, Roberts. Andy Garcia, <laughs> Andy Bernie, Garcia, yeah, Bernie Mac, Casey Affleck, Casey Affleck. I forgot he's yeah. in it too. Elliot Gold, Scott Con, Scott Con's in it. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I just met him when I when I saw him watching. Yeah, yeah. Carl hey, Renner, Casey Affleck are the guys. Yeah, Eddie Jameson. Wait, let me see the faces. Yeah. Well. I, the reason I want to watch it too is Timmy McGuire. Not Timmy McGuire. Um, Topher Grace is in Carl there. Rayner. Carl Rayner, yeah. Carl Rayner. I've seen him in so many things, but I couldn't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, so like if they if they like did a sequel to the franchise, I think it'd be more successful. But a remake, I'm out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, then the last thing I have for movies, uh, apparently the stars of 1968's Romeo and Juliet are now suing Paramount Pictures for a sex scene that they filmed as minors. Apparently, when they signed the contract uh, for the movie, they were told they would have flesh-colored undergarments. Uh, but on the day of filming the scene, the director told them that they needed to be nude or the picture would fail. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I think it. I think the report said that they were 15 and 16 at the time. Jeez. <laughs> they obviously don't show anything, but still, right? I don't know. They might. But Jeez. they probably have taken it down since then, mm-hmm. but... Insert. Uh, it, they might have at the time. I don't know. Insert. It's always funny meme. But where? <laughs> but where? where? Oh my gosh, lips? that's horrible. Where? <laughs> where can I find these? <laughs> no, it's just I, that'd be um, awful. But yeah, that's fucked. That's <laughs> very fucked. That's a bad quote that they have for this lawsuit. But can they do anything about it? Um, like, who are they suing? Paramount. They're like, suing can, the studio. Yeah. Can, is there any statute of limitation? They're probably just going for a settlement because they don't have any money right now because their careers didn't pan out. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's like, we're looking at like 55 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think anything that happened 55 years ago mm-hmm. will hold up in court. But you're right. Maybe it's just like they're trying to rush, trying ruffle to the, the bush to get get it out there, make a bad PR where Paramount's just going to mm-hmm. sweep this under the rug. Let's forget about this. Like, all right, you want a movie? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're making The Flash 5. What, with your Ezra granddaughter Miller. wants casted? No, that's, that's Warner Brothers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're making the Flash Five. You want in on it? Yeah, we're. Uh, you just gotta let Ezra Miller like come into your house randomly throughout the year. Yeah, <laughs> he'll just like he, your house shit, is Ezra's house. Steal shit when he's in yeah. town, <laughs> and he, he's gonna be drunk. It's like it's like a, well, you, how you treat a uh, sleepwalker. <laughs> just don't touch him. Don't don't interfere with him. It could kill him. <laughs> don't you just let him go? Oh my god. Um, but that's all I have for movies. Anything you want to throw in there? Nothing. I, you gotta watch the Ocean's franchise when you're under the knife. While while it's happening. Yeah, while it's happening. No, no. If you want anything to help like ease the process, throw on Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, no anesthesia <laughs> needed. Go, just cut me open. I'm just gonna sit here and watch it. I'm just gonna watch 11. George Clooney like you know do a heist. <laughs> <laughs> but I might just watch the original version instead of this one. What the original original Ocean's Eleven? Oh, when did that come out? That's like Frank Sinatra. Really? That's yeah. awesome. It's like, it's like the the Rat Pack from back dude, in the I, day. Dude. I was listening to a bunch of Frank Sinatra the other day. Frankie. Dude, Frank's great. You ever listen to old Frank Sinatra? Yeah. Oh, oh that's fantastic. I'm Italian. Because uh, I was listening to Shuffle, and My Way came on. And I was like, fuck, this is so good. Mm-hmm. And then I just like went to his greatest hits, and I just like rolled Fly through. me to the mm-hmm. moon. Yeah, yeah. Let me dance among the stars. Um, it's Frank Sinatra is Danny Ocean. That's great. Yeah, that's all I want to know. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr., um, <laughs> Dean Martin. Oh, man. Yeah, Peter Lawford. These are crazy. Buddy Lester. It's just basically just like the Rat Pack. It just did their own Ocean's Eleven. Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero? Cesar Romero. Okay. Remember him? Do you know who that is? feel like I should. It's a Joker from the Adam West oh. Batman. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... I'm going to watch that one instead. <laughs> then, 1960. Uh, all right, but next up, TV. Uh, the Bad Patch Season 2 just started streaming on Disney+. Plus. They dropped Episodes 1 and 2. 
I only got a chance to watch episode one. Uh, you didn't get a chance to watch any of it yet. Um, seems good so far. Like, it wasn't, like, much that happened in the first episode. It was just kind of setting up the plot for the season, like, what their goals are by the end of it. Or this arc. I don't know how they're going to roll with it. They kind of do arcs with this animation style, I guess. Yeah. So it'll probably be this first arc. And then they'll start building to something greater. Um, but, I, I mean, like, the writing's on the wall for it to be great. I, they have a little, like, time skip for Omega. Like, she's a little bit older, so. Mm-hmm. She has a little bit more training, so she's not, like, useless. Yeah. You know? She's a little bit taller. She's probably a baller. Mm-hmm. A little bit taller. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Um, then I don't know if you have anything with Ryan for that though, but you didn't watch it, so I can't. Not. I'm unable to. Last thing I have for TV though, uh, apparently they're doing Prices Right at night. I didn't even realize this, but I guess Drew Carey's like starting this up. It's Prices Right at night. At night. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. At night. Dude, that's brilliant. I, I would watch Prices Right all the time. Yeah, dude, for sure. That's do it, awesome. Do it during the summer whenever it's all those uh yeah, games yeah. at night. Like you know the family game night mm-hmm. they do on uh I think it's NBC. Start in there. I'll yeah. watch Prices Right all the time. Dude, that'd be great. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Um but that's all I have for T V. Anything you want to toss in there? Oof. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Nada. No zero. Mm-mm. All right. Let's take it over to music, your jams of the week. Uh, I only have a couple for you here this week, um, but I fuck with both of them. But I think there's a clear-cut winner for Jan of the Week. Uh, I have My Konos Flow by Kid Ink. It's a very short song. I think it's like one of those two-minuters. Um, but it's a good, it's a good like nice club song, you know? Something you can throw on when you're drinking with the fellas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My Jam of the Week, though, I'm going to give it to FWD by Marshall Jefferson and House Gospel Choir. Featuring Rudimental. Dude, you just love gospel music. I have been fucking with gospel. I don't know why. The last two weeks. <laughs> Dude, that joy was gospel as well. <laughs> but it's 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 like a housey version of a, like a gospel song. Sing it for a little bit for the people. I can't even remember the lyrics, but I was just bopping my head the whole time I was listening to it. I was like, this is a, this is a jam. This is a vibe right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's going to be your jam of the week. FWD. What do you think that stands for? Um, fuck the whites. No, FWD. Oh, fuck with dogs. Yeah, hey, you fuck with dogs. No, I'm a cat person. Yeah. Fuck with Dave, your brother. <laughs> yeah, you FWD. Yeah, I fuck with Dave. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, good kid. Good kid. Fight with demons. Wow. Yeah. We should just extend one. the pod another hour. <laughs> We're just there. FWD. Uh, <laughs> um, Feel with doubt. Ooh. That's, a, that, that's something I can see a sorority chick tatted on their shoulder. <laughs> uh, French white dolphins. Freedom with dignity. Ooh, that sounds like something that'd be filler in some <laughs> kind of political document or my poli sci paper I wrote in <laughs> sophomore year. All right, all right. But that's all I have. Go check out the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify alongside the uh, podcast. You can also see it on Apple Podcasts. 
And with that, Ryan, take it away with the closing statements. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everyone who listens every week. Uh, another week in the books. Definitely tell some people about our podcast, Word the Word. Um, maybe if Florida Dave gets a cricket up and running. Yeah. Is it uh, chirping? It's a, little, it's a little chirpy chirp. Um, we can maybe get some mar- uh, merch rolling soon. Um, also, I forgot to mention it off the top. Uh, happy holidays, guy. I know you celebrate. No, I don't celebrate this one. Yeah, you celebrate. No, I don't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Friday's a very hollow, uh, hallow, uh, holiday. Hallowed holiday. Is that what makes sense? It's a day that will live in infamy. You you celebrate it. You're having a party. You invite me off the pod. You invite me to your party for for the hey, holiday. We're, we're getting uh, big bison heads and <laughs> we're face painting ourselves red, white, and blue. Yeah, like, I I'm not gonna come. I mean, I'm it's fine. Like you like you, you showed me all, the 2020 elections. You showed me all the decorations you have and everything like that. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Enough of this. You can't be blowing up my secrets like this. It's pin the tail on the Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Kent's Brothers Painting. 412-784-1577. Follow up a January 6th joke with Kent's Brothers Painting. 412-784-1577. Um, and yet, two chains. Line of the week. Oh, girl, you a blessing. Fine ass beef and True. True. All right. See you guys. Peace out. You couldn't tell. I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of flying, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign. As we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my friend